0: Now tuning in to the sounds of the This Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 mm. ladies and gentlemen. Season three, yeah, man. Episode twenty, really? of the Partners Podcast. We are officially in the twenties, y'all. God damn it! <laughs> Can I get an explosion early? <laughs> oh, on, 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 <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? F- figure it out. Figure it out, Mister. <laughs> by you you massa,
1: massa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was trying to you say, know, uh, too long, my Ma- master, so border. I don't know what the hell I was trying I to say. Either. Audio sound engineer, board engineer. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Podness podcast. Where we're delivering our perspective on topics, news, and shit. shit. We are your host, the potness you- Hey, starting from. The right end of the table now. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Welcome back, Mr. Cornitos, Corn Pop. Oops. Yes, what, it's com- good to be back. You are fucking up today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he got a little Latin today.
0: No, I think they he's doing that on purpose like so that I don't have to. Blame I know. It again. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome back, bro. Mr. Put your money up What's is in the thing. Bro? Hey, next to him is the flyest one in the room. We call him the Dino, aka the Dictionary. Yeah, man. What's going on, y'all? We don't call him the Dino, no, but not at all. Yeah. God damn it. You fucking up today. This is what's really going on. And last and certainly not least, it is your favorite partner. It is the most electrifying. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) The most extraordinary partner of them all. You ain't never had a friend like me. (laughs) (laughs) You already know what it is. JT, Uh, a.k.a. Young Tizzle, the live thrizzle, Mr. Somebody Had to Say It. Pistol.
1: What's going on, JT.
0: How you, how you doing man? am that's okay. I'm gonna edit the pistol, man. <laughs> <I'm gonna try. laughs> That's enough. Anyways, yeah, uh so let's get straight into it, shall we? Yeah, Courtney. Man. Yes how's it going? How was your trip? How
1: you been, man? Yeah, Where did you go? have been gallivanting around the globe <clears> and shit.
0: Yeah. yeah, I uh
2: took a little trip. Mm. Took a little trip yeah. by a beach. Where do you, you know 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 what I mean? I went to Cabo yeah, for, yeah, yeah, like, okay, yeah, for okay. a couple of days. Cabo? Where, Where is, is
0: Cabo for those who do not have a map?
2: So Cabo is in Mexico. That's, oh, that's yeah. as much as I know. Mm. So it was cool. It was an
0: all-inclusive. What side of Mexico? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I
2: have no idea. Oh, All I know gosh.
0: is... You need to know these things. Nah. we I know go is, to a completely different country.
2: <laughs> I, I, okay, I can tell you this. <clears throat> we, unfortunately, were... We hit, okay, the, the the day we went out there, there was actually a, a Category 1 hurricane. <laughs> oh,
1: snap. Damn. Wait, wait, so, wait. wait. This, so, this wasn't Nicholas, was it?
2: Huh? I don't know what the name of it was. <laughs>
1: category 1. Because we just had one hit, too. That yeah, no, nah, was was, this one only hit, like,
2: Mexico area. And so it happened in, like, Thursday night. <laughs> the The view was, like, the view, we had a view of the beach. So, technically you can, like, walk out of the room to the beach. So, Thursday night, you literally could look at, like, Her hurricane, the the clouds, yeah, everything. The the the, the the tide was high, all that. Goodness gracious! But then, what the crazy part is, I was like, man, so the the trip must be ruined. Basically, it's like a whole hurricane came Friday morning. All that shit was cleaned up. Nice, electricity was on. Like people was walking around, like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I was like, I
1: was like, like, but
2: look, the (laughs) thing is, like, I'm like, they cleaned up
1: quick. Like yeah. quick, quick! Hey, man, they
2: have mm. great work ethic. Laker, the, the all this stuff was open. Like, <laughs> it
1: was, yeah, so it
0: was cool. it cool. was awesome. We got to make all the money. That's
1: kind of scary. Yo. You showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to just keep talking over you. Yeah, there. I knew <laughs> it was coming. It's coming. <laughs> what
0: are
2: you talking about? The Mexicans love me. All right, bro. Oh all right. gosh! All right, all right, JT. JT. On, bro. all, all right. Right.
0: right. So episode twenty, we may not make it to twenty-one. Damn it! If we don't get canceled, by, <laughs> by then you, <laughs> you, don't get canceled. you. Oh, I'm gonna get canceled. I'm not going on that sinking ship,
1: bro. I love you. To Death oh, okay, but, uh, me, man. Chris, and Courtney. We're going over here to make some money, I ain't never mm-hmm. scared. which brings us to our episode, <laughs>
0: <laughs> man. So, yeah, this, this season has been loaded with special guests, hasn't it? Dino, it has been, yeah, I'm man. This. And with this episode, this one's going to be a special one because we got family yeah, in man. the mix. Yeah, and For our listeners, if you haven't noticed by now, the partners, you know, we are far and wide in our network, and we have a huge family family you know uh, <laughs> a family foundation that we have cultivated and these people are rock stars they're entrepreneurs uh <laughs> funny that we were talking that we're bringing up entrepreneurs <laughs> <laughs> from uh episode 18 uh we-, we got scientists we have doctors we have uh, college and we even have like real estate agents right and Money investors makers. And that's exactly what we're going to get into today. So, let, without further ado, let us introduce the awesome realtor, Chris Non Alexander
3: Thomas. <laughs> what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going
0: on? Get him an explosion, please. Oh, shaka laka laka laka. Ladies and gentlemen, this one is special because if you did not listen to the name, he is a Thomas. He is. The House of Thomas. He practically helped build the foundation of Team Thomas. All right, this is my older brother. This is the guy that practically raised me. So JT, this is a man. special honor to have you on the show. Yeah, man. Uh, faithful listener, friend of the show, family of the show, and yeah. Shh. Without further ado, yeah. No, I know. I, I, <laughs> I, I keep whistling. You're like, you're like sh- yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what's up, man? This has been a long time coming, right?
3: Hey, yeah, 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 man. I didn't know you were going to throw my whole government name out there. I didn't know. That either. Cool. <laughs> it just it just happened. You know,
0: that's what happens when you're a host. We really need now it's a social. We got him. We
1: got him. We got him, y'all.
0: But yeah, man, it's, it's, it's great to have you on. Uh, how are you doing? So, we always like to kick this thing off by just asking four questions Where are you from? Where are you at now? Occupation, and then how are you connected to the partners? Yeah, so, uh, without further ado,
3: okay um my name is chris <laughs> <laughs> i go by chris name's chris Now, but i go by chris chris the awesome realtor um i am actually from san antonio i was born in san antonio spent the majority of my time growing up in houston i would say i mean i've traveled to move around a lot but uh graduated high school out in houston hey, from man. nimitz hmm. um
1: another nimitz alumni right and there. Uh, yep. uh,
3: now what, what was
1: that? Said another Nimitz alumnus. Yep. Oh, We're
3: yeah. all Nimitz yeah. alumni, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Product so, yeah. of Nimitz. Uh, graduated Nimitz long before you guys did. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you want to pay up the year, my brother?
0: <laughs> He's like, no. <"Nah."> uh-huh. <laughs> what the fuck? I <laughs> was <that? Thomas> <laughs> like, Tom was almost president. He's like, no. Oh, man. Uh,
3: okay, so what, what is it? Well, where am I now? Now I am actually in San Antonio. Um. Nice. I live in San Antonio, thinking about moving to Houston, but... Come on back, brother. Come on back. a lot going on over here, so it's uh, it's kind of hard to move. Yeah. Um, occupation, I'm a realtor and a uh, real estate investor.
0: Oh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. what
3: I do. That's what I do.
0: And as
1: we well um, know, JT has made it very well known, you are JT's big bro.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So
3: that, that'd be me. Yes, yes,
0: yes. <laughs> so, you know... Besides, uh, you know, the family ties that we got and uh, the Nimitz alumni, you know, that's That's how we're connected. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, let's set the tone, shall we? Let's do it. Today's topic, we kind of already alluded to it. We're going to get into our bag. Today's episode is called I'm in my bag. All right. Yeah, man. And Chris, since you're a little bit of a dinosaur, right? Oh, wow. Uh, we Jeez. Let <laughs> me go ahead and kind of uh, give you context and a definition of what... Actually, I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to Courtney. What does it mean to be this is, this in is my unexpected. bag? This is unexpected. This is unexpected. What on. does it mean to
1: get to the bag, bro?
2: How yeah. you get to the bag? What's that oh, explain uh, to
0: Chris, you know, what, I mean. what does uh, in my for, bag for mean? The
2: people. I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory get to your bag. Like, so it's like... you. you
3: you guys you guys know I'm I'm still a millennial, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, like, don't want to age him out, you I'm know not, what I'm saying? Not Chris, listen, i I'm a I'm a elder millennial.
0: Yeah. Elder yeah. All, right, all right, all right. Cool cool cool. Yeah, I'm from the 80s. You're a young
1: born OG. 80, okay. Oh, I was born in 88. You're a young OG. That's what that is. Uh, I did. Yeah, there we go <laughs> jt trying to put you <laughs>
0: right. for real. I'm trying to yeah. aid you up <laughs> so let's get into it so you know chris the awesome realtor right that's the that's the brand that's the tag uh that's you know you can find his card anywhere practically in texas and in some of the local states uh surrounding texas correct like in uh, the investment,
3: investment side of things. The investment yeah. side
0: of things. All right. Yeah, so.
3: I'm, I'm a licensed agent in Texas. Um, Sweet. And then I invest in other places as well.
0: Which so. we're going to get into. Big mm-hmm. time. Big Damn time. Man. All right. Let's get into the real estate portion first. All right. So why I've noticed that real estate is practically... You know, it's one of the four things that you're going to see on social media. Right. And it's the hottest industry. It's one of the hottest industries right now. It's a hot market. So that's actually the first question. Why is it one of the hottest industries? Why does everybody want in, Chris?
3: As far as uh, like working as a real estate agent? Right. Yeah. Okay. so I would say um, it's it's pretty easy to get into. And uh, it's the lifestyle that people are attracted to. Lifestyle and the ability to not have a cap on your income. Um, you don't you don't necessarily have a boss, so you kind of yeah. control your own hours. You do what you want to do. That's what I mean by lifestyle. And um, I mean I can't speak for everybody else, but I got into it because I have kids, and you know I want to be in their life, and I want to spend yeah. most of my time. You know I want to be able to go to field trips and parent teacher meetings yeah. and all this stuff and not have to miss out because of work or, or whatever the life, you know? So
1: yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Also vacations and stuff too. Right. I don't want to have to ask permission to be able to go to take my kids to Disney world or something. I
1: yeah.
3: Go. <laughs> so that's, that's why I got into it. Um, but yeah, I can't speak for everybody else, but um, usually what you see is the lifestyle that people are attracted to
1: what about i guess an extension of that question to think a bit more broadly why do you think people are so attracted to real estate in general right now because everyone's talking about real estate like i mean uh, buying or investing selling I think selling yeah i mean in fact we all know, very know well it's the seller's market right now
3: yes it 100 percent. yeah uh, well first let me start off by saying that uh, i am a real estate agent um I am not an attorney, so I'm not giving out any legal advice or anything like that. Um, I'm not a CPA or anything, so don't sue me. Um, (laughs) But basically what's going on right now is this market is really insane. And people are starting to realize that. And I say people like younger, the younger generations, like the millennials and, and things starting to realize that it's one of the best ways to build wealth is through real estate mm-hmm. and if you like look at you know america's richest people or whatever yeah. all of them have their hand in real estate right yeah. like bill gates owns like Two millions of Gage. acres of yeah. land and stuff you mm-hmm. know so everybody has has real estate right so um that's one of the best things that you could buy and and people kind of make the mistake of thinking that real estate is like you, you need to look at it as like a vehicle right so look at it as a vehicle and not as like an actual, you know, building a vehicle yeah. to get elaborate you to,
0: on that. Like, like, like treated like an actual, well. like, so elaborate a little bit on that, like, like tr- treat it like a vehicle, like your first car, okay. like your actual, Yeah,
3: well, just, just like a vehicle, like your car, your car takes you places, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Real estate can do the same thing. So basically what I mean by that is, um, Okay. So I'm going to use like an example, right? So you have, you have two people, one person rents a place, rents an apartment or whatever. And then the other person owns a house. Mm -hmm. Look at your, think of your house as like a a forced savings account. Basically what you're doing every time you're making your mortgage payment, instead of paying rent, you're paying mortgage. You're paying Mm -hmm. off a loan. You have a loan that you use to buy the house. Every payment you make, you're paying a little bit less. I mean, a little, you owe a little bit less, right? Mm -hmm. You're paying that balance down. If you're in that house for five years, you've been paying that mortgage down for five years. Mm-hmm. If you're in your apartment for five years, you've just been paying rent to be there. for five years, yeah. right? Yeah. So the person that owns that building, you've been paying their mortgage yeah. for five years. <laughs> yeah. You put money in their pocket, paying paid for, paid for their vacations and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's good, what I mean by it's a a to so, it. So, um, and there's so many different ways to use real estate. So, um, I mean, as far as like the realtor aspect of it, You make you make
2: good money. That's that's basically it. The end of the day. So that's a good that's a good. I got a so yeah. I mean that kind of ties in with the title. I mean for you personally, right? Being an agent, what's something that you do specifically as an agent that separates you from? Because there's a lot of agents I hear, and somebody even told me like only like a small percentage of people who get into real estate, whether it be agency or like flipping, wholesaling, Mm -hmm. whatever they're doing, Mm -hmm. actually stick with it. So for you, what is it that helps you to? Kind of like gets your bag.
3: Um, marketing. That's that's basically it. Marketing. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. You know, those Knows. You're a marketer, right? Yeah, man. It's mm-hmm. all about marketing. Any any business needs marketing. Without marketing, you're just that's just a hobby, right? Yeah. You're just a dude that just does stuff for free. Um, nobody right. knows about it.
0: So how do you so, do your marketing?
3: A lot of a lot of mistakes that people make when they first get their license, because honestly, it's not that that bad to get your license, right? Like Texas is one of the hardest states to get your real estate license in. And I say that because it requires the most amount of hours for mm-hmm. education. Okay, So across the country, Texas, like, compared to other states, I don't want to say the agents are smarter, but we just had to have a lot more hours of training. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like in order to get your real estate license to begin with, first, you got to be 18 or older, which, you know. That's not really anything. Fill out an application online. You pay a fee. Um, You get your fingerprints. They do a background check. Can't have like any kind of crazy criminal background because you're going to be you know, going inside people's houses when they're not there. Of course. Um, Then you got to complete 180 hours of real estate courses. Mm. And it breaks down to six courses. So um, it's like real estate principles, one, real estate principles, two, uh, law of agency, law of contracts, promulgated contracts, and real estate finance. And then after that, you take your test, you pass your test, you um, basically pick out a brokerage. So you have to work under a, a company. Okay. That's when you're here, like Remax, Keller Williams, yeah, 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 whatever. All these, all these brands. I don't want to, you know, throw all these brands out there, but all these name brands. Yeah, so, that. in order to be a an actual realtor, you're a you're a sales agent. You're not a broker. The broker is basically like the uh, the company. The okay. agent is the person that you think of that's opening the doors and showing you the house. And you have to work um, for a
1: brokerage first.
3: Yes, yeah, you have of, to you okay. have to have a be under a broker that unless you go exactly. and become a broker yourself. Right? That's, that's so, years. Th-
1: yeah, what does that look like?
3: Uh, it's a lot more. It's yeah. um you got to you got to have so many years experience, uh you got to take additional hours um and then it's just it's a lot more. I kind of looked into being a broker myself, but I kind of I got a good thing going right now. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, so why well, do, do
3: it? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna, you know, have to be worrying about all of that other things. Cause when you're a broker, you the agents are working under you and you're responsible for those agents. So yeah, if you got yeah. somebody who's you you all work with people that you're like, Man, I got an idiot. Like how's <laughs> that be going? You know, I don't want nobody like that yeah. using my name out there. I would probably um, equate that yeah. to
0: um like, you know, moving up in the chain of, you know, your day to day job. So like, you know, being in a corporate position moving up to like associate director and uh and and then director is kind of like the equivalent to being a broker i guess
3: you you can look at it like that it's just think of it as a
0: i see it almost like like an apprenticeship
3: the broker is the owner of the business right yeah and um because you, you can you can become a broker but the only real benefit is like now you have agents working under you. So I mean, if you don't wanna necessarily be the one that's going in, you know, showing houses mm-hmm. yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or helping people sell their house, you're over the agents that are doing that. But at the same time, the relationship between a broker and an agent is you're you, the agent's an independent contractor. So yeah. there's no hours, there's yeah, none of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of these brokers that try to trick the new agents and make you think that you gotta do stuff, but at the end of the day you're an independent contractor. You come and go with yeah. you, please do what you wanna do. Wow. Okay. So the broker could say, "Hey, guess what? I don't want you to work for me anymore." And you'd be like, "All right, no, no problem. I got eight other brokers that want me, so
1: yeah, <laughs> you go over there."
3: Like, like once you get your license, your phone will start blowing up with brokers oh, I like, know, that you that freedom. to them. That's that's yeah. That's I,
1: awesome. I got
3: my I, I got my license in 2014. Right, so mm-hmm. 2014 took all my classes. Um, kind of drug my feet a little bit. Took my classes, passed my classes. Waited a while because I was nervous to take the test, because you hear stories. You hear all these yeah, horror stories about yeah, people yeah, yeah. taking a test and failing. Honestly, it's multiple choice. It's not that hard. I mean, you've only had to take six classes. You take mm-hmm. the six classes, you study, and then you pass the test. And there's study guides for the actual test. And then you pass the test, you take it, and you're like, all right, cool, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, long as you go in there thinking that it's going to be bad, it's not going to be that bad. You know, if you just go in there thinking it's a joke, then you're going to be one of those people that's taking a test 15 different times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. But once you... Like for me, I passed my test. And then that following month, I went to Europe with my sister. I went back with Christy. I went backpacking through Europe. And while I was in Europe, I had brokers call me like, hey, <laughs> you passed the test. I'm like, "Dude, man, like this guy keeps calling me. This must be, you know, important. Yeah. And I didn't know any better. So I'm like, I'm thinking of it as like, I'm applying for a job. So I'm like, oh, I got to call him yeah, back. Yeah. I remember I was in, in Budapest talking to this dude about, you know, trying to get with the company. Yeah. And then once I got in and I, you know, got a little bit of experience, I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like my nuts. you need me. Yeah, right? yeah, you yeah, need yeah, me, yeah, yeah, me This is, is blowing you up. It's
0: upside yeah, down yeah. right now. Yeah, so, but I got it off top. I don't even, what
3: was your original question? It was, um, about...
0: Like, 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 yeah, so Courtney more so wanted to know, like, how do you get to your money in particular? Like, how does...
1: Oh, me? Like, okay. what is his portfolio? Right. Like? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, well yeah, okay, sure.
3: so... I, I got, I get. it's like two different lanes, right? Mm-hmm. so I have mm-hmm. my, my realtor lane and then I have my investor lane. Don't talk about the so, investor
0: yet. We're not there yet. We're still Yeah. Talking I'll, about I'll, do the, I'll,
3: I'll focus on the realtor stuff first yeah. and then we'll get to the investor stuff. So, okay. um, with the, with the realtor stuff, yeah. basically the way I stand out is one before I was a realtor, I was in the air force and I was a recruiter in the air force. So I already understood how to like, how to talk to people and like how to sell people, right? Oh, like so I had to sell how, kids on the 20th airport. It came. Uh,
0: so okay.
3: That's like, I remember like when I was a recruiter, I was like one of the best recruiters in my flight. Right. I came in like top two recruiter in the whole squadron in a couple of years. So I knew that the communication aspect and I was like, man, I'm, I'm doing this good. I'm beating all these people, but I'm still getting this little staff sergeant. pay. Yeah, like I'm still getting yeah. this little, you know, you got these other dudes that are higher ranking and they're making more money and this dude sucks <laughs> yeah so i was <laughs> like if i can sell the air force if i can sell the kid a dream because i can't physically put you in my shoes and say yeah. this is what the air force it is like you're like, just going off of what i'm saying yeah so i can i can easily sell a house so that's where the idea like came like man maybe i should be selling houses right first i thought i should be a car salesman or something but then i was like i don't really I don't do that. that you didn't do yeah. that and <laughs> I, just, I already had like a, a, a um a seed that was planted before for uh, real estate. So I just, I got yeah. out, got my real estate license. All right. First I got out and started investing. And then I got my real estate license. Um, but once I came in, I knew that I had to market. So I just started marketing and, um, there's several different ways to market. Everybody does things a little different. I mean, it's everybody, you talk to 10 different agents, they're going to tell you 10 different things. Yeah. But for me, um, one of the reasons you guys see a lot of agents and stuff on social media is because that's one of the ways that people market on, yeah. as an agent it's social media because it's free. You just yeah. go on there and say, hey, everybody, I'm a realtor. And then they all of a sudden have a million different friends. They mm-hmm. go and collect their friends on Facebook or whatever, and then they just start letting everybody know they're an agent. So then when somebody wants to buy a house or sell a house, they're like, oh, I saw this post two days ago about a guy who's an agent. Let me call him. And that's that's how you get business, right?
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Not to mention paid I, ads on social media.
3: I try to stay out of that. And that's just my personal thing. Like, I'm not big on social media. Um, So I just I stay away from that. And I kind of do different things. Right. So I do a lot of postcards. Um, I'm not one of those aggressive marketers like, uh, well, I, I am aggressive, but I'm aggressive at my passive marketing if that makes sense. So okay. what I mean by passive marketing is i rather have people call me yeah. instead of me calling people. Like yeah. I freaking hate telemarketers. So inbound, I, I will cuss you out. Yeah. You call me. <laughs> yeah. And try to talk to me about a car <laughs> warranty one more time, you know or, see, or whatever. Chris, you so, hit
1: on a really good point just on from a, as a marketer I want to acknowledge that because yeah. that's 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 the that's the way to be now. It's called inbound marketing where you want people to come to you, right? outbound marketing is intrusive. Like you said, I don't want you I don't want, don't call me. I don't want no telemarketers. I don't want you you know hit my inbox with some shit. No, that's that's intrusive. It interrupts your life. So what he's talking about is inbound, you want people to come to you. That's exactly what you want just from a marketing perspective. But I also just want to tell something that's real real key. We live in the digital age. Everything's on social media. Everybody's living their lives online. But you as a business as a business owner, business owner, you as a business owner have, you have, you know, you successfully operate and market. Without a strong social media presence,
0: i kind of uses a traditionalist yeah. brick and yeah, mortar really type of uh, mindset, yes. like that's throwing ca- newspapers. That's, that's
3: counter- <laughs> to... Okay, here we go.
1: Yeah, know, right. <laughs>
3: think, think about it. So, so, it. so think about on... it like this. So, here, here, so okay. Here, here, here. So, JT called me out earlier about being a dinosaur, whatever. Right. So, like, I remember <laughs> when the internet came out. Right. Like, I remember <laughs> freaking AOL and, and like yeah, making man. the weird dial-up uh, sound and all that. <laughs> back in those days, yeah. Back in those days. When you got an email, you're like super excited. You're like, "Yeah, this I is great! I got an yeah, email. Woo. It was amazing." Um, but then like Chat nowadays, you—I mean, I'll sit here and delete stuff before I look at the the first three words of the subject. It's going in the trash, right? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, fact
3: And then I'm, I'm marketing people with spam and all kinds of stuff. It just gets <laughs> just tossed out. So I don't do any like email marketing or anything like that. I know that's big, like you know Mailchimp that's and all huge. this stuff. Yeah, people man. use that. Yeah. I don't like using that because like you're going straight into the trash. Like for me, I'm big on mailbox marketing. I will fill your mailbox up with stuff. So you and I do that because mail. you yeah. physically have to take my thing and uh, throw it in the trash. That's so
1: interesting. You okay.
3: Like you are touching me. Like you see my face in your mailbox <laughs> like, every month. And you physically have to take it and throw away. Yeah. Right? So and, and wow. Okay. My my logic is like people people don't like to do stuff, right? Yeah, and okay. like. And, and doing stuff that's that's kind of hard, like selling a house or something like that, something that big, is it's like a big chore, right? Like, yeah, think about yeah, it. You yeah, got yeah. your life going on. You got to move or whatever. You get transferred for whatever reason. And you're like, God, I got to freaking figure out how I'm going to sell this house. Yeah. And you've been seeing my postcard come to your mailbox every single month. Send just random information. Yeah. Hey, now's a good time to sell. Yeah. Hey, you want to learn how to make an apple pie? Like, yeah. I just send out <laughs> random <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. And um, just hey, random kids. things about, like, Just different stuff. Yeah. Um, there's this company I use that does all the marketing and I just send it out. And, um, then all of a sudden they're just like, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to call this guy. He keeps mailing me stuff. He must know what he's talking about. Yeah. And boom, that's, that's how I get it. And then the fact that they've seen my face so often, like, and I mail to a certain area, right? Like I have my target markets. I don't, I don't try to, a lot of realtors make this mistake. And again, different realtors are going to tell you different things. But from my perspective, Agents try to market to the whole world. Yeah, hey, man. everybody, I'm i I'm an agent. I can do all of this stuff. I know everything. Blah, blah blah. I don't know the whole market in San Antonio. I don't know the whole market in Houston. Like yeah. I have to go and look that stuff up, yeah. but I can tell you in my areas, I know exactly what houses are selling, exactly what's on the market, yeah. exactly who my competition is so and exactly what you need to do. Yeah. So like, I am an expert in this five mile radius. Like I am the king.
1: Yeah.
3: We go eight yeah. miles out. I got to do some more research. Right. Yeah. So, I'm already coming with this confidence of I know exactly what your house is worth. Like as soon as you told me the address, like I've driven by your house yeah. already. Right. Like I sold a house down the street. So I am am big on just focusing in my my farm. That's what we call it. Our little farm area. Right. So fencing. the fact that these people are constantly seeing me in the neighborhood and constantly seeing me in my postcard. Yeah. I'm kind of creating like a like a. Kind of like a celebrity kind of thing. If that makes sense, right? Because That's when a they community. find the in person, they're oh, like, oh man, yeah. you look just like, just like your picture. Yeah. I'm like yeah. like it's, it's a recent picture. It's yeah. Awesome, like, real you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, like, what that does is, like, I noticed, and I, I didn't even, this wasn't even my intention when I started doing it like this, but I noticed that, like, I'll be the only person that they call. Like, they'll call me, I answer my phone, or I'll call them back. And then they're like, all right, cool. And I'll come meet with them. And I'm like, all right, yeah, if you meet with anybody else, you know, blah, blah. And they're like, no, we, you're the only person who called. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like with, with marketing and, um, yeah, trust and me. Sales in general, like you got to have like a funnel, right? You got to have so many leads, mm-hmm. which leads to so many contacts, which leads to so many appointments, which leads to two. so many, you know, listing presentations. And then from there, Oh, I do four listing presentations. I get one listing. Yeah. For me, I get one phone call. I get one appointment. I get one list. that's that's how it works right so
0: conversion rate is crazy
3: that's that's my yeah my conversion rate is like it's up there and the thing
0: about san antonio too is that like with chris focusing on those targeted markets the word of mouth can spread like wildfire in san antonio and so like say if he only has like five target uh target areas throughout the city of san antonio and he has success in all five of those areas. They then oh, go and talk, multiply sure. and and talk. You, you know how many families you know be moving in and out of Yo, San Antonio. It's military and medical uh, capital of America.
3: I I agree. You know, I or
0: mean, one I of the mean, medical capitals it's, it's, of America.
1: It's what I'm so, <laughs> What I'm so intrigued about is the fact that you know everything you're describing. That's like direct marketing. That's that's analog, right? And it's. Yeah. It's dope because that's that's where I got my, that was my foray into the business. I was designing billboards and postcards, right? But yeah. those things in less than certain verticals have for a lot of companies, man, they do it just, oh, we might do a billboard at once a quarter. They just do it because it's there, but you know, it's not like, so I love to hear the success in the the strategic thinking behind having an analog, having a a more direct a physical approach, yeah, yeah which is it. what Pans I love. On. By the that's way, I love
0: that. I mean, like, I think that that's, that's the
1: counter, most... con, like counter culture. Like, that's kind of not what they would preach to you in a school right now about marketing.
0: Everything's digital, yeah. And in a way, it kind of works in his favor too because Facts. all, all of the other realtors that are out there trying to do the digital touch. Because I mean, uh, can it, work, it, yeah. If they come across Chris's profile and and physically have that envelope in in their hand or that you know that flyer or that hey, magnet like of Chris him, the awesome in Realtor Realtor yeah, I'm like, yeah. man, this guy, and yeah. he's on his everybody's refrigerators. Eventually, they're gonna give him a call, or if they just see him in passing, they're like, wait a minute, I, I've seen you before. What? Why do I? Oh, Chris, the awesome that, Realtor. That <laughs> happens.
3: That that happens. People really? like, I'll be in the gym, and people are like. You know staring at me and then you know you're like, like, <laughs> what? like what are you looking at like what what you know and they're like i've seen you somewhere and it's like oh yeah like do you shop at H B? yeah well i'm on the back of the receipt bam yeah, that's where you saw me, right yeah, or yeah. what neighborhood you live in you probably been yeah. getting my postcards that's so like good. i do yeah. stuff like that um oh. I, I have a website don't get me wrong I, yeah. I am online too but i don't i don't push my my online stuff because you know what else is online Everybody else. And I'm not (laughs) I don't want you to like type in my website or Google, you know, Chris the Awesome Realtor or Realtor in San Antonio and then you know five hundred other agents pop up, right? Like I'm trying to eliminate that competition. So while everybody's over here, I'm over here trying to get in your house. I'm not trying to get in your computer, I'm trying to get in your mailbox and from your mailbox inside your house. Yeah. Right? You shop at an I
0: can dig that. My little
3: my little area, guess what?
0: What is the H E B by the way, way, Chris? For our listeners um, who, uh that's that's uh
3: that's our Texas grocery store. It's like a it's like a Fry's, a Safeway, a Piggly Wiggly. A, yeah, man. Oh, hey, Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever, whatever Wawa, your local Tom store. Tom. Is, that's what we have. Stop yeah, right.
0: Yeah, not right. Yeah, yeah. Good job.
3: Yeah, not right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. So, man, th- that's awesome. Kind of like how you laid out the. uh The kind of like the foundation of how you got into real estate, right? With you being in the military, you have you honing your skills as a recruiter, you being all over the world, uh, getting that experience. You already had a network coming into this thing. And so you just kind of almost in a sense pitched to the folks transitioning, right? Transitioning out of the military, or if they're coming to be stationed in San Antonio, that's a direct plug, right? Uh, did you really? Did the military really help your foundation or help your start in, into real estate? Uh,
3: yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, back back in the the day, way way back, like uh, my first base was uh, Barksdale. I was in Shreveport, Courtney. I know you're from Shreveport, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, Shreveport. yeah. I was stationed in Barksdale. That was my. I learned that from your the episodes. There you uh, go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you you listen. There uh, you yeah. I um. I was stationed in Barksdale and I was 19. Um, so I was 19. So for y'all don't know, I joined high, I joined the Air Force right out of high school, right? Didn't go okay. to college or anything like gotcha. that. Yeah. Needed to get out of Houston and uh, joined the Air Force. And then I tried to get as far as I could. And I ended up in Shreveport, which is like <laughs> three hours from Houston. <laughs> um, and that was so. so Yeah. So I, I I was there and, you know, me being a 19-year-old, 18, 19-year-old, I was, you know, got my little apartment or whatever. I was excited. I got to move off base. Got some roommates, had roommates and all that. And then um I remember our lease was up, and one of my roommates was like, Hey, I'm buying a house. And I'm like, dude, why the hell are you buying a house, man? What are you you gonna be here forever? This place yeah. sucks. Like, you wanna go somewhere else? <laughs> like, no
0: offense. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, but I was yeah, like, yeah. like,
3: like coming from Houston to three I was like, Man, this place sucks. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, why are you buying a house here? And then um, I was like, right, whatever, dude, you're an idiot. I got this badass apartment I'm going to, so see ya. Yeah. And this dude got this house for like $35,000. He got a 15-year mortgage. And, you know, when you're 19, 35000 is a freaking lot of money. Yeah, you're like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. heck? Because I didn't understand financing or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Um. Again, high school. Barely Financial made it high, out of high school, yeah. by the way. Not yeah, like yeah. one of those uh, math magicians or anything, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I just barely made it out. So I deployed and I came back. And I went and I hung out with him at his his house, and I was like, "Man, this place ain't that bad. It's pretty cool." Yeah. But you don't have a pool, you don't have any of the stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But what he did have was he had two roommates, and two of the roommates were like people that we worked with or whatever. And I'm like, "All right, cool. What's up, man?" And he had each one of his roommates paying like $700 a month, for, <laughs> and I'm like, "What? Yeah, you're making $1,400." I'm like, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And I'm like, "How much is your mortgage?" And I mean, his mortgage was like, well, I think I said how much he's rent because I didn't understand what a mortgage was. He's like, yeah, I got a mortgage. He's like, yeah, um, I pay like $400 a month to pay for the house. I'm wow. like, are you kidding me? Like you, mm. you're making 1400 and you're only pay 400 for this house? He's like, yeah. I'm like, so every month you're making an extra $1,000 and here I am trying to rub my shillings together so I can have a little bit of money off my little Goodness enlisted
0: gracious. So
3: I was like, that's, that's where that seed got planted. And I couldn't buy a house by that point because by the time I got back from my deployment, I was headed to japan yeah, and i was getting yeah. stationed in japan. so i was like darn i missed my chance so while i was in japan all i was thinking about was like dude i gotta get back to my house like i gotta get a house i gotta get a house gotta get a yeah. house and then that's that's where it uh that's where it all started so that's where my seed got planted it was uh elvin Gaines. That was a guy's name elvin Gaines. i still elvin. remember
0: him man yeah, yeah you he, he him. Yeah, cool you yeah.
3: yeah they call yeah, that John was like jt was like 12 he, uh, <laughs> I don't so, yeah little tizzle.
0: Yep. they call yeah, that uh nah. house hacking he right you,
3: he let you drive in the parking yeah. lot or something right yeah the yeah i
0: was fat too at that time like i was eating all the <laughs> mac like, and cheese and ice cream and shit in his uh me? yeah <laughs> he was,
3: he was a little chubby <laughs> kid. kid not that no is, more
1: i think that is uh what they refer to as house hacking. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. When yes,
3: you're... yes, it is, and that's that's the investment side. So, yeah. but that's how the seed got planted. And then once I became a, a um, recruiter, that's when I learned how to like talk because naturally I'm an introvert. Like naturally I just like really? being to myself. Been, like Jonathan been. is the, JT is a complete opposite of me. Very like new. I'm like
1: extrovert to the max. <laughs> I'm yes. good.
3: Leave me alone. Like I'm by myself. <laughs> I'm cool over here. Yeah. I don't need a bunch of people around. Like it's too loud. I go over there, but. When I came, when it when you're a recruiter, you can't be like that. You gotta like, yeah, you gotta go. Hey, hey, you want to join? Come over here. (laughs) I um, I actually like branched out and kind of changed. So like now it's it's weird because like I'm extroverted when I want to be, but then I'm also like I can go sit, you know, sit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah you're most comfortable when you're, when you're like to yourself when you. yeah yeah I could
3: yeah. be in the middle of a party and then like go disappear Yeah, and then like mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that's low kiss remember, remember that party that we, that we went to that's with Chris that, through, that I brought Chris to a long time ago it was the rooftop party Courtney oh I do remember yeah. that I do remember that <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was like where's Chris yeah <laughs> and then man. he
1: popped up oh here <laughs> I am <laughs> and he had a shot of a, a
0: rum in his hand there were bitches <laughs> trying to dance on him and stuff he was like, there, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't, get, don't get him
0: caught I know anyways wow clearly this was years ago Oh, when he was single and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. This was before
1: 2016.
3: Yeah, so yes. Was way back
0: in the day. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It definitely was. So, um... Yo, hold on. Why, yeah, why? You, were still, you were in college, so yeah, yeah. you
3: graduated in 14, graduated. right? So, yeah. Aww. It was Sam's
0: graduation. Yeah, it was your graduation Damn, party. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Sam. I'm little young hoes trying to get on Chris, all that. I
1: <laughs> Chris, I got a quick question for you, my brother. We've talked a lot about, um you know, kind of how to get into it. um Some of your successes. I want to hear a bit about the darker side of things. Mm-hmm. Just let's yes. temper expectations just a bit. What is what's the? Oh, what's,
3: oh yeah, 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 What's some of the yeah, hardest parts just.
1: about being an agent, or some of the things that are just like, damn? Also, keep out, keep an eye out for this.
3: This job is not for everybody. Like, yeah. I, I know I make this sound great and all that. I don't even know if I did a good job making it sound great. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this job is not for everybody. And you can look and see how many licensed agents there are in Texas. And then more than half of those people aren't doing anything. All you know, right. They're people have their license right? and they're like, yeah, they're all excited. And then. Yeah. They don't do anything with it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you you guys all know people that are like that, right? Like they, they say they're gonna do something, or they'll or they just don't do it, or they say they'll do it, they get to the point where they can and, do it, yeah. and then they still
1: don't, no, do they it. don't push it. Um
3: man. yeah, yeah. So with this, you don't have you don't have a boss, right? So that's a good thing, and then that could be a bad thing. If you're not like a, a self-starter or a go-getter or whatever, you don't have nobody breathing down your neck, pushing
1: yeah,
3: you, yeah. Nobody's gonna push you, right? I mean, you're just gonna be sitting there so you're your you own have boss. to be self-motivated right ah, yeah, and, and usually what happens is once you get that first closing and you realize like man this is a lot of money for like like the work i had to yeah. do especially coming yeah. out of the military right yeah. like yeah waiting on the flight line and doing all this other stuff and then you come in here and you're like this is it yeah <laughs> oh man i got this yeah this is great yeah you know like i not even sweat this is awesome yeah um but yeah it's not for everybody the hardest part by far, the hardest part of this job isn't the real estate stuff. Like all of that stuff comes natural, right? Mm-hmm. The school, not that hard. You just sit there and you read and you take some tests. Um, the knowledge, like even like any any problems that arise during contracts and stuff like that. I mean, you can talk to your broker, you can talk to the title company, you can yeah. talk to other agents. There's different things. Yeah. The hardest part, one hundred percent. The hardest part is finding clients.
1: Mm. Every
3: every yeah. every agent will tell you that. That's the hardest part of the job: finding mm. clients. Yeah. Like once you get a system in place that finds clients, you're good.
1: Yeah. You're good. You're good. That's it.
3: Clients, right. And and most agents, most new agents, they start off working with buyers. This is always the case because it's easier to work with buyers than it is with sellers. With buyers, you're always the hero. Yeah. If you can't find them a house, oh man, just the timing's not right. You know, everything's just more expensive. Mm -hmm. You guys got to go talk to your lender and get your price up. Yeah. Yeah. You're always the hero with the buyer, but with the seller, you're like, dude, man, we gotta drop the price of your house. Right. Yeah. Like oh. I told you not to smoke uh, it you're smoking break it. Them. You know, yeah. You're like here. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you you're not always the hero when it comes to the seller, but with the buyer, you're always the hero. So it's easier to to talk to the to buyers. Um, so just new agents naturally do that. And you gotta be patient, right? When you're working with buyers, you will get ghosted. Like you will will show some houses and then they will be gone, and then (laughs) they'll go by with somebody else i had i had this dude one time i showed this guy like 15 houses at least 15 houses and then every single house every time i saw him and met him i'm like hey man thanksgiving i'm gonna be out of town Mm -hmm. be out of town thanksgiving thanksgiving day i will not be here Mm -hmm. oh yeah no problem no problem thanksgiving day won't be here thanksgiving day rolls by he calls me and i'm of course i'm like hey man i'm out of town like i said i was gonna be the past two weeks yeah I come back the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. I come back, and I'm like, hey, you want to go look at that house? He's like, oh, man, I already, I'm already uh, in the contract. Ain't that bad.
0: Oh, I'm you like, what? funky He's dog like, yeah, head bitch. Funky dog head, bitch.
3: He's like, I just called the Hell sign nah. in the front yard. The guy showed me the house. I'm like,
0: oh. Funky dog head, bitch. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, there's, there's
3: contracts that and stuff.
0: Messed up. There's
3: contracts and stuff to keep the buyer. You have buyer's representation agreements and stuff, but yeah. honestly, like, you just, it just happens, yeah. right? You just, you got, of course, you got to deal with it, right? I mean, sometimes you'll have business that just drops in your lap and you're like, Hey, I saw this house, I want to buy it. I'm like, Okay, you want to mm-hmm. go see it again? No, I'm good. Nope. Just, I want to write it. up. A Sign
2: me up. Okay.
1: Just do it.
3: Okay.
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those,
3: those are great. Those are easy. Yeah.
0: So let's talk so, about um, clients. Like, uh, let's do a little bit of a deeper dive on that. So, do you deal with clients that pull out like at last minute? Um, You know, you make all this progress with them uh, like a little like kind of like how you alluded to. Right. You were talking about, you know, you were showing this guy 15 different houses and then uh, next thing you know, he, you know, became a trader and ended up (laughs) going with another realtor. So you go through the whole uh, process of getting to the closing date and then they pull out last minute or just timeliness and, and punctuality. Of clients. Can you talk a little bit and elaborate a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, yeah, man. Um, okay, so as an agent, like your responsibility is the client, right? Like it doesn't matter what you want, it doesn't matter what you think, it doesn't matter what how you feel, everything you that comes out of your mouth is just an opinion. It's ultimately what okay. the client wants to do. So yeah. if you have a client that has been watching flip this house <laughs> from five years ago or from freaking two thousand eight when the market was crashed. And he wants to sit here and offer these super low ball offers. And you're like, dude, you're just wasting everybody's time. Yeah, this isn't like today. Legally, you have to you have to submit those offers because you're like you have a fiduciary duty to your client. Like you cannot like it's kind of like an attorney with with their client. Right. You have to you have to do what your client wants to do. And you're like, dude, man, like, all right, I'll do it. And what I do at that point, I just call the agent. I'm like, hey, man, look, this is what he's offering. And they're like, dude, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I don't want to waste nobody's <laughs> time. So I go ahead and let them know you said no. But like you have to do stuff like that, right? So those clients are, uh, you just got to deal with them. You got to, you can't make people get their head out of the sand, especially when they're listening to somebody else, right? You're the you're the real estate expert, but everybody has an uncle that knows everything about everything, right? Never and you're heard. just like, yeah. why are you listening? How many houses has this guy sold, right? Like, what are you doing? Why, why aren't you listening to me? I just yeah. sold five houses last month why are you not listening to what i'm saying i'm doing this every day so yeah you got clients like that that sucks um clients uh i had a guy one time this dude was like a compulsive liar oh, and um uh, I'm, I'm not you know he's he is what he is God bless him. It, no bad blood or anything like that but got him a house he had a lower budget found him a house got the house all excited and everything and then um i remember i was i had a conversation with him and uh it was it was his final walkthrough basically what the final walkthrough is where you find you walk through the house right before closing to make sure that the house is in the same condition as it was when you first saw it and when you inspected it yeah yeah, right to make sure that the the movers didn't knock a hole in the wall when they were moving the bed out
0: right they will do that so so.
3: yeah final (laughs) walkthrough i'm at this appointment with this dude walking through the house his wife is measuring for the bed and, and stuff and i'm just like hey man um just this chit chat, and I'm like, "Hey, how's work?" He's like, "I'm like, is uh your boss giving you those days off, you rest, for to move?" He's like, "Oh yeah, 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 getting those days off." He's actually gonna give me a week. I'm like, "All right, cool, that's awesome. Right. You got a lot of time to move, mm-hmm. right?" Don't call me, like, I don't, I don't move boxes. Just call me when you're done, and I'll come look at the house. But um, just joking around, chit chatting with him. I go back home, and I'm sitting here chilling or whatever, and um, I'm, I think I'm doing some paperwork or something, and the lender calls me. Oh, no. He's like, "Hey, I can talk to so and so," and I'm like. Damn. Yeah, I just talked to him today. Everything's good. We just did the final walkthrough. He's like, "Uh, are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "He quit his job."
1: Oh. I'm like, "What?"
3: <laughs> he quit his job, and then I, I call him back, and I'm like, "Dude, man, I don't want to say his name, but I'm like, dude, man, uh, what happened? Did you quit your job?" And he's like. No, I'm up. All right, Chris, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like, <laughs> Whenever you say you going to be honest, just be honest. Like, just tell me, like, oh, no. why? Why did you quit your job? So the reason this is important for those who don't know, when you're borrowing money, people want to make sure that you're able to pay that money back. So of one of the requirements yeah. is to have a job or to have a source of income. Right. Yeah. So if you if your only source of income is your job and then you quit said job, now you have no source it's of income, gone. yeah. And, and just because you do your final walkthrough, like the closing isn't done, it's it's. So at closing, you're gonna go and you're gonna sign paperwork. You're gonna sign a whole bunch of stuff. The closing still isn't done. Even after that, the deal can still fall through. Closing isn't done until you get a message from your agent or the title company that says you have funded. Yeah. Once the lender sends the money to the title company. Then at that point you can do whatever you want to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. So quit your yeah. job, slap your boss, do whatever. <laughs> but from that point, like, don't quit your job. You're about to get this house. You're about to get this thirty year mortgage, and you don't have a job. Yeah. So that that deal fell apart. But it, I had a good lender, and he was actually able to to get another job, and we were able to work it out. It got pushed back two weeks, but we still ended up closing. But that was like that was more frustrating than the guy that betrayed me in on Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. right? Like that was more frustrating that dude right there man he was one of the most frustrating guys and
1: uh you quit your job before you buy a house that's crazy
3: for real okay, right, no, no, he probably
1: thought he was in the clear Chris question and I just asked because curiosity's sake right what ethnicity is this brother right here
3: uh he is uh of the Caucasian descent <laughs> That's what I like.
1: that's what it sounded like that's precisely what I thought I'm gonna be honest with you that's what I thought
3: I thought that was the answer um, I've, I've had people, um, lenders, lenders are great, but sometimes they suck too, right? And I'm not trying to do anything, make anything yeah. bad, but lenders will make promises that they can't back up sometimes, right? So, so yeah. every agent, <laughs> every agent will learn this and they will have their preferred lenders, right? Like, mm-hmm. like me, I have like two, two to three preferred lenders that I will be like, all right whatever they say is what I'm going with. My lender pool is kind of dying down a little bit because I work with sellers more than buyers now. So when people are selling, I don't really deal with the lender. I just, you know, that's the other people's problem or whatever, but lenders will give you, um, a pre-approval letter. And you just want to make sure that these guys actually did what they said they did to make sure that these people are qualified because I've had situations where, you know, they come with a lender and I'm like, all right, cool. You're pre-qualified through, you know, ABC mortgage. Mm -hmm. And then from that point, you, uh, Go show them houses. They're getting all excited. They're getting their offer submitted. They get it accepted. And then all of a sudden, the lender's like, oh, we didn't check his credit. We found Uh, out that he exists. And you're like, what the heck? 400 credit score. So then you got to freaking pull out, right? And then the dude's wasted money and all this stuff. So,
0: Okay, Chris, I got a question for you. Because I'm hearing... You know, you gotta have qualified leads. You, you gotta know. let Courtney ask some questions too. You can't be hog- hogging all the questions, Dino.
1: No, this question gonna lead into Courtney's question. Oh, okay, perfect segue. <laughs> follow me. Walk with me. <laughs> follow me, bro. See, I gotta follow me. G. I want to. I want to get into
2: the investment side. So I know you. You've been working as an agent, but you yep. know, you st- you kicked it off talking about using investments and using real estate as a vehicle. How How is that for you? You know, obviously being an agent and using your income to invest into real estate? In what ways are you doing that? Is it like long-term rentals? Are you a landlord? Do you have units? Like what does your portfolio look like right now?
3: Okay, so right now um, I have have two rental properties that are occupied that I'm renting. And I have three houses that I'm working on. Well, I have one that I'm like trying to hurry up and get done now that I'm having issues with with contractors. And then once that one's done, I have a house in Shreveport <laughs> that I need to get started or actually finish. And then right. I have a house in uh, Texarkana that I'm going to get going once I get done with the Shreveport house.
2: And you manage all those so, or I, you have like I, a manager, property manager?
3: Oh, I, I self-manage myself. Oh, okay, cool, and cool. I, I self-manage just because I'm, I'm in real estate. So right. like, I already know what's going on. But, you know, for the, the average person, their first rental property, yeah, you probably do it yourself. But if you want to keep it hands off, you can just hire a property manager. I mean, they're pretty cheap. Um, typically, what they charge is like they charge a, a fee up front, usually a couple hundred bucks, and then they'll take ten uh, percent of whatever the rent is. So if the rent's a thousand dollars, they get a hundred dollars a month, and then you still get nine hundred.
2: So, what do you are you uh, are you into sh- like strictly long term tenants? Are you because I know you mentioned oh. house hacking?
3: Yeah. So okay, so there's a lot of different ways to get into it, um, and I've done, I've done a lot of stuff Let's except talk about house hacking. Of having house hacking, and the reason i have a house hacking is because i got kids right so yeah, yeah. there's 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 a couple of different ways of house hacking basically what house hacking is is living in the house and also having money come to you from that house so mm-hmm. basically like having a house with roommates or if you buy a duplex You live in one side and you have somebody else live in the other side and you make sure that that rent covers the mortgage of the building. And Mm -hmm. then you're basically living for free. So that's why they call it house hacking. You're hacking your way into a a free house. (laughs) Um, I haven't done house hacking because in Texas, duplexes aren't that big of a thing. Well, at least where I am. And before I was here, I was in Phoenix. That's where I originally started investing. I was actually investing before I became a realtor. And I had no idea what the heck I was doing. And I just you know watched a couple of episodes to flip that house, and I'm like, I can do that. That looks easy, and it's not. <laughs> yeah. And I lost money, I made money, and it was just too unpredictable. But I noticed every single time I sold a house or bought a house, my agent got paid, yeah. and he got paid like, a significant amount. And I'm like, this is where all my closing costs are going.
1: Yeah. Like
3: so, I was like, man, I gotta get my license. And then once I got my license, I started kind of focusing in that, and then doing doing this. Investing on the side, but um, but yeah, right now as of today, my long term or my my plan is buy and hold. Um, or that's that's where my focus is because I've I've flipped before and I've I've done Airbnbs. I've had two Airbnbs. Actually, JT's seen both of my Airbnbs. I had. Um,
1: Where were those? I sold
3: those. What was
1: that? I said, where were those Airbnbs in San Antonio?
3: Oh, yeah, they are in San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. You would think, like, why would you want Airbnb in San Antonio? Apparently, people like to vacation here. Yeah, They come here. Mm-hmm. Um, Lackland is right. They were both by Lackland. So, mm-hmm. every Friday, there's race, a basic the yeah. training graduation. So, um, for everybody who doesn't know, Air Force, for all the enlisted guys that go through the Air Force, guys and girls, they... Can only go to Air Force or go to Laughlin for basic training. Yep. So this Gateway is the only basic training base or, in Gateway the entire Tanger. world mm. for Air Force. Yep. So every fact. Friday really? you have these guys graduating, and they would rent out my Airbnb. And um, thousands was, of people are going
0: through Chico. like San Antonio every week, like thousands of people yeah. coming. Every in Friday
3: there's a graduation. Every, every Friday, Friday there's a graduation, oh, and, and the way smart. that it looked like for for my Airbnbs would be like I'd probably get somebody to come in on Wednesday. Um, and they'll stay from Wednesday through like they will check out Sunday morning and then I'll have all day Sunday to clean all day, Tuesday to clean. And then even like the morning part of Wednesday to clean. And then every once in a while I'll get like a, I don't know, like a, a a wedding party or something. And or like a sorority of, you know, women from the, who graduated a while Mm
1: -hmm. ago, come Um, down to the
3: river or whatever. Right. So like, you know, you just, and you pick your rules and stuff like that, what kind of people you want. Um, but, there was there was some good money in the airbnb it was just a lot more work than i wanted to do because so um, i was pretty busy as an agent i'm a dad i got four kids yeah. I, I mean yeah. i had a lot going on and going to check to make sure that the cleaning lady cleaned the house the way it was supposed to be cleaned and then having to call her back to come fix stuff she didn't think like yeah. it was just a lot i yeah. just ended up selling them and then um i sold my i sold the first one and then the second one i sold was during like as soon as COVID hit. I was like, uh oh, let me get out of here.
1: Yeah. And
3: then I hurried up <laughs> a soldier. And I'm like, oh, I probably should have kept it. But um one of the reasons I'm I'm in buying hold right now is because like even though I've made money on the houses that I've sold, I just I'm like, oh I should have kept that house. Especially now because freaking everything's yeah, so crazy, crazy expensive. Man. I'm like, oh, why didn't I keep that <laughs> house? Right. Yeah. Um and and like I said, I got four kids. I got a I got an 18 year old and I got a two year old and I' you know yeah. the range in yeah. between, so yeah. I'm getting these properties now because now I'm looking at like the legacy I'm trying to like
1: I like that that long term deal I'm buying that. these
3: houses and I'm not that not part. selling
0: them yeah. that part for sure, I so it that.
2: seems like you like you're not really a cash flow investor, you're more like a long term appreciation handed mm-hmm. out to my kids well, legacy
3: not, well I, okay, so my house, my plan in Shreveport and in, in Texas um, Honestly, the, the house in Texarkana, I kind of got that on accident, and I say that because I bought it on eBay, and that that sounds crazy. <laughs> wow. but I paid I paid three thousand dollars for this house on eBay. Whoa! What? And um, this house needs a freaking ton of work. Don't get me wrong, like like a lot, a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What but was it was like three thousand dollars, right? Like that's that's cheaper than land. <laughs> Fact. So, yeah. um, it it had electric and it had sewer. So I'm like, I could tear this whole house down and build something else and I'll be good. Um, but so for my plan in Shreveport, those are going to be cash in houses because the house I got now in Shreveport is, uh, I think I got it for like 20. Yeah. I bought it for 20,000. Um, I actually did seller financing on that one. So I'm financing it through the seller, Mm. which Mm. means I don't, I didn't pay $20,000 out of my pocket to buy this house. I paid $3,000 deposit and I am paying like 200 bucks a month or something like that. Um, and this house, once it's finished being renovated, I plan on putting it on Section Eight, and then Section Eight probably mm-hmm. rent for about nine hundred to a thousand a month, and my mortgage on it right now is only two hundred bucks. Guaranteed so,
0: income. So what is Section Eight yeah, for? It, it's it's not going to
3: the value's not going to go past like fifty thousand. There's yeah, there's yeah. just I mean, not nothing wrong with Shreveport, but that's just where their market yeah, yeah, is yeah, right now. Yeah, Shreveport, so. in yeah. that, that neighborhood that I'm that I bought in. It's, mm-hmm. off of, uh, it's off of it's off of so I don't know if that yeah, means anything to you, it's so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, in, nah, it's, in, it's, in, it's in Queensboro. It's in Queensboro. That's that's the name of the neighborhood. Hey, Chris, of the so cool. <laughs> Chris, could nah, you could
0: you explain what uh what Section Eight is? Oh shit, please,
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh Section Eight. Okay, so basically, what Section Eight is, people have a lot of horror stories and like they they have this misconception about the people on Section Eight or drug dealers and crackheads and all this. Basically, what Section 8 is, it's a program that the government has for people who make a certain income. It has to be at a certain level. Yeah, I don't know what that level is, but Paul you fault. have to qualify for it. Before, <laughs> <And> it's <laughs>
1: under 400% FPL, which is federal poverty level. FY.
3: Okay, there it is. That, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So what he said. Um, and basically, <laughs> what happens is the government will say, okay, based off of your situation, we're going to give you this voucher. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a coupon. And um, basically the way it works is they pay the government. I say they, the government is Mm going to come in and they're going to pay that rent for Mm -hmm. that tenant. Right. So the, the tenant takes their little, their voucher to a landlord. Hey, you guys take section eight, most landlords for whatever reason are like, no, we don't. So the, the Mm -hmm. amount of houses that are available for section eight are very low. And um, these landlords for whatever reason are passing up this money. And as a tenant, you come in, you give your landlord the, the voucher, they fill out the information and the rent gets paid directly from the landlord or from the government to the landlord.
2: Yeah. It's like guaranteed money essentially.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah pretty much. It, it comes directly from the government mm-hmm. and it comes automatic. it's automatically deposit in your account. So you don't have to be chasing after rent. Um, you don't have to worry about late fees or anything like that. Some situations, the uh, the um tenant has to pay maybe a hundred bucks, 200 bucks and the government will pay the rest. So the reason I want to do section eight is because this house is in Louisiana and I'm in Texas and I don't want to be, you know, trying to chase my rent down. I'd rather just have it automatically come to me.
1: Yeah. Mm, Interesting. Makes sense.
3: Yeah. So Uh, that's, that's my plan with that house. My houses I have out here, they're just, just regular rent tenants. Actually, uh, one of my houses, I just got my rent like two days ago and, two it's, days it's, ago it's, due on, it's yeah yeah it's due on the first and i got it like i got it on the 14th that's when i got my rent the 14th all right yeah. so so yeah,
0: those are the- i want to know about uh just a few of like the headaches frustration pains that you deal with i would assume that contractors the people that you hire to come and work on the oh, yeah, he did houses on the earlier you know that you own all the different revenue uh, streams of income that you have coming in by the way that that's awesome the, the fact that you have each stream of your investment doing a particular mm-hmm. task you know for your uh cash flow your in inflow of cash but talk about the contractors i, I think that that's a particular nightmare right cuz i'm shaking i was shaking my head when you were talking earlier about you know dealing with clients and whatnot and how they do these last-minute pull-out deals and whatnot. From a standpoint, everybody knows. I've talked about it several times throughout the season about how <laughs> we're getting a house built. Yeah, man. and Chris, by the way, is my realtor, and he's also part of uh, multiple text threads, and he has <laughs> seen the evolution of me. Damn near cussing out people. JT
1: bullying the contractors. And
0: man. I'm I'm having to do their job. <laughs> I was talking to my mother about this. Starting
3: to get before. people fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah. When I have to do your job for you. Then it's not going to be good. You know, you got me basically looking like John Taffer off a of bar rescue or, you know. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then be like, look you at this guys shit. Clean it up. Up right here. Look at yeah. this. This is grease on the... This is disgusting. You're fired. Yeah. How they were operating was disgusting. Do you know? Yeah, the, I agree. You know, and so really? I True. said at the beginning of the season that I had to fire the building manager. I had to basically, you know, pry open my cellar to basically get him, hey, I need. The area manager's number. Give me his number. I need to talk to him about the building manager because there's no, Dizzle. there's nothing happening on our house. It's been a, almost a month. What the hell? You see right? all these
3: other houses getting built. Yeah, seeing all
0: the, all the house, other houses getting built. So
3: these other houses getting built. You got a pile of sticks.
0: It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And I'm like, where are the contractors? Where are the builders? What is going on? Why are these windows in our house that Damn. are not supposed to be here? Yeah. Huh? And, and Chris is explaining them, uh, me explaining to me the terms and the and he he's my real estate agent. Yes, I understand, right? He's the guy that's kinda guiding me through this process. Mm-hmm. But these other motherfuckers, I need y'all to hold and I'm holding y'all accountable too. There should be no reason why Chris is doing yeah, all the work. Yeah. Chris doesn't live in Houston. Chris doesn't isn't getting this house built. JT, He brought me to you. All right, so my question is Let's talk about contractors. Let's talk about the people that you hire, fire that you bring into this. Yeah, because I'm getting I'm getting heated and I know that Chris <laughs> you, you've got to have some stories, right? You want to talk contractors.
3: Oh man, like okay, so I will deal with I'd rather deal with a hundred no show clients than Another <laughs> contractor. Like, Damn. like, okay, so in in, in, the, in in any industry, there's, you know, you got your, your good people and your bad people. So I'm not, you know, if you're a good contractor, call me, please. Yeah. And you're in the San Antonio area.
1: How about your boy? Please call me. Yeah,
3: Please call me. Yes. Yes. I have come across so many of these contractors. And I, I think the reason is, like, there's no, like, barrier of entry to become a yeah, contractor
1: yeah, 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 you know yeah. what
3: like this ceiling <laughs> in my office i put this up so now i'm a contractor yeah so ah, i put, you know hey guess what you need bro. me to go fix your house i can do it seriously
1: then,
3: contractors are like the worst like it, it, <laughs> I've, I've come across good ones and what's crazy is like <sighs> contractors are like milk right so like you'll find a good <laughs> contractor they'll be great and then they spoil and they go oh, back and no. you're like, what the hell you picked shit. two houses and it was perfect. And now what happened? Yeah. Now you're not returning on no phone calls. And the problem is, again, like you don't, they don't have a boss, right? So they're, you know, there's, they just kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. These people come out of prisons or, or whatever. And not, not saying people coming out of prisons are bad or anything, but just like, if, if you're not trying to change your life around, you're just trying to chase money. That's oh, all you're going to do is probably, chase money. It doesn't matter yeah. if you drive around in a truck that has a freaking <laughs> Logo on it that says you're a contractor and you got a ladder in the back. Yeah, if you suck, you suck, <laughs> and you can't. Like my my biggest problem is when somebody tells me that they're going to do something, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. And then when they don't do it, I'm like, hey, why didn't you do that? Where and happened? then they're like, why are you on me, man? <laughs> like you go me, you go
1: me.
0: Like, every industry. Why, why are you getting mad at me? <laughs> That'll like, make me they slap ask somebody, the, dog. They, dog. They,
3: yeah, That's right, they, the they, that drives me they crazy. come in, You know, you go, you get the bid, you get the house. Uh, I need you to fix this, 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 and this. How much? We'll do it for this much. Cool. That sounds kind of high. How about Two this one? Okay, cool. Yeah, we can do it for that much. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. When can you be done? I'll be done this day. Okay, cool. Yeah. You go when you check up the next day. Nobody's there. You're like, hey, man. What When you guys gonna get started? Right. And then it doesn't. It doesn't happen. They don't get the stuff done. This last guy. There's, there's, just, there's, there's all kinds of issues, man. This last mm-hmm. dude I had, this guy was like a freaking butterfly. Like, I had stuff that I needed him to do, that I hired him to do, and then I'm like, while he's doing that stuff, I'm like, hey, um, what all do you know how to do? Do you just do drywall, or do you other, do other yeah. stuff, too? He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I can do everything. I can, I can all everything. I'm thinking about doing this. How much would you charge for this? He's like, uh, yeah, I can do that. I'll, I'll get you a price later on. I'll get you a price later on. And then I'll come back and the dude has already freaking started working on that. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like finish what I paid you for yeah. first before you start trying to do something else. And I, his plan was to just
2: add more to the money, tap,
3: milk mm-hmm. money yeah. out of me while he could. Right. So that was that guy. Um, man, I'm t- I've been to so many freaking contractors. They're 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 pretty bad. That's so the hardest part of being a realtor is finding <laughs> a client. Yeah. The hardest part of being an investor is not finding the deal. Deals are out there. You just got to know where to look and you got to know how to approach people and you got to know how to find them. Finding the contractor. You could do everything right and still get freaking crapped on.
0: Like, yeah, yeah.
3: These dudes, man. These dudes are freaking ruthless. They're, they're cool.
0: Courtney, you got a story, right? You want to share any oh, yeah, of your contractor stories? Uh, with you, uh, <laughs> Courtney actually has a duplex. He has two, he has, right? You yeah, have two duplexes now? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I got two duplexes out here in Houston and I got a uh, single family house too Fine. okay okay to, yeah. to 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 <laughs> the the contractor thing i feel that like a thousand percent <laughs> like my biggest issue is like me on my part finding the properties at like a real cheap price knowing my spreads knowing all that stuff i'm good get the contractor and i even get more, multiple bids i have one guy that tried and the thing is about me is i know i'm a nice guy so I, like i try to I know there's 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 like really really bad contractors and yeah. there's red flags like when something happens and like oh yeah yeah I got you I, I I'll do this tomorrow like you said you show up tomorrow because you're eager it's one of your first few properties you show up and he like and 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 I'll call him I'm like yo uh, hey and before I can even say anything oh hey hey uh just just letting you know I'm here right now with the guys we're right now we're knocking out the sheet bar we this and that and I'm mind you mind you I'm standing there right I'm standing I'm standing there at the property so I'm like letting them go. And then, uh, uh, I was like, so when he finishes, I was like, uh, hey, man, listen, I'm here. So, <laughs> and so he, and so the first rebuttal I got, and he's, and the thing is, they're so quick. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, really, we just went out to Home Depot. So we're going to be back in like five, 10 minutes. I was like, all right, bet. I'll be here in five, what? 10 minutes. Cool. I'll be here when you get back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Actually, yeah it's so be like 45. Yeah, so it's just like <laughs> consistent lies, all right? So I think the to like this last so the 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 uh-huh. worst part is no. for me it's not even just like them them sucking and them keep lying. It's like I even tried to talk to him. I was like, bro, listen, I don't know what you have planned for your life or like what you want to do, <laughs> but stop lying to me. Stop not being unreliable. My thing is no, though, like, is but lying. you said it before. I'm like, what do you want? To, like, so if you, if you're this bad with me, like, oh, what, what, like, how do you plan on growing? Cause feel I'm not like, you. Yeah. Cause he, cause the thing is he, what One he'll star. do is he'll like be terrible until it gets to the point where he knows I'm not going to use him again. Like this last project, he knows <laughs> for sure <laughs> I'm not going to use him again, but he'll be like, Hey man, uh, I just want to let you know. I apologize for x y and z uh you got my word um oh, you know my word is bond yeah, you know i believe word. i believe in a family i believe in this you know i, I this is an and that and all this long Boy, text message book you, of text messages right
0: okay miss me with that
3: I mean, shit it's not racist most of them are hispanic at least, at least they apologize to you yeah,
2: no <laughs> well the, see I, that's my fear but i think that the, even the worst part is is like Once I give you, once I'm really, really mad at you, like, once I'm like, and I don't, it takes a lot for me to like get whatever, whatever. But if I'm like, Hey bro, listen, if this isn't done by this, this and that, I'm good with you. Like, we're good. We're no more. Okay. 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 Cool. cool. Like, I I got it. I'll, I'll get it right. That one day after. Everything is great. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, you know everything. But then the next day, uh... right back to it.
0: <laughs> I'm like, bro, where
2: you at? Where you at, bro? Oh, it's um, uh, it's just because it's I have to, you know, have to. Do, here. Yeah. I'm like, bro, <laughs> bro, I'm here. Bro,
0: I'm here again. I, like, oh, I was telling man. Chris and and my mom this morning, man. I'm like, it shouldn't take fucking eight months to build a one story house. <laughs> it really shouldn't. I'm not even asking for a lot. It's fucking three bedrooms that I'm asking to convert to four. Autism. Okay? And patient. the fact that it, I didn't even want to do a new build. I, I I we had the house that I actually wanted, but then you know, yeah, this is the happy one. wife this is- happy life and shit, right? So end up going with this uh with this new build. It sounds that. like a great it sounds like a great deal. And the seller he's like, "Yeah, you know, he's got the title for seller for a reason. 4 to 6 months is what they promised me, all right? But on the contract, on the fucking contract, it says up to a year. We have up to a year." I <laughs> know, oh, of course. Yeah, you know so I got I got
1: had.
2: But got things he, can right? happen though. I, yeah. I will give him oh, no. I'll getting to oh, that pandemic. point. Like um, they were right.
0: short as on lumber and shit. So, look at this. I understand that life happens, right? That's so dramatic. And that's not in the contract, by the way. It doesn't just freaking put, factor in all the different variables of life that will come and just thunderstorm over you, right? But I feel like that the weeks that progress should be happening doesn't happen because they're trying to... They're, like Courtney said, they will put on as much on their shoulders as much as possible to just make sure that they are constantly busy and always Mm -hmm, have work mm -hmm. coming in right have that inflow what did you say earlier Dino about marketing that inbound of, of work and then just because you have eight flows of inbound of work doesn't mean that you have eight of yourselves to go and do that shit at the oh, same time, yes. right? So now yeah, you gotta prioritize. Yeah. But then we're dealing with people who, like Chris said, oh, I see what you saying. know, uh don't don't have that management or prioritization skills at all in their utility belt. And yeah. so now you're dealing with an incompetent person that has all this workload on their plate. Right there. And then they're, you know, when they could be productive, they wait until a tragedy happens, like a fucking hurricane, Ida. But, okay, right? question. And though. then I was like, oh, we can't get a painter to come paint. <laughs> bitch, that okay. shit was
1: scheduled two weeks ago. <laughs> no, fam. no, he's not lying. Though, JT's venting right now. He's venting like a mug, because people have been using COVID as an excuse, even at Absolutely. my previous
0: COVID. Port- Play through employment. Unemployment checks, st- stimulus checks. That's the reason why Chris can't find any contractors to work because they're they always more money not working. Right. Because they're getting yeah, more money. Yeah. Why
3: would they Why would they want to go work in a sweaty house with <laughs> no, no power when they could just sit on the couch and,
1: and make get more money? Yeah. I have family yeah. who told me, yo, I make more not working than when I was working. Right. Like, what am I supposed to do? Or they want to work, but it's like, it makes sense.
3: My for, thing, for other contractors, why, why yeah. actually do the job when I can just take your money and take th- and disappear?
1: Right. But, yeah. And effects. my thing is like it's crazy. Yeah. I that's just, a big lesson too. Yeah.
2: Le- learning when to pay, how much to pay, how to organize like contractors. How and to all pay that. it? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a big thing. Because a lot of them be like, yeah, just give me a half down. And I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you have for you nothing.
1: And then he gone. Damn. Damn. Uh,
2: they'll, for,
3: they'll, say, they'll say, oh, I got to go buy the material.' Exactly. I'm
2: gonna the I was going to say, I'll buy them.
0: them. I'll buy them. Yeah, I'll go with him? you. on you know? I'm just
3: paying for labor, and I'll pay you on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And
0: you show up. I'm going to meet you there. All right?
3: Yeah, yeah. We're going to meet on Friday. We're going to walk through. and And that's the problem, right? When you do this and you talk to five different contractors, you have appointments with five of them, like, this is what I do. Schedule five appointments with five different contractors. Two of them are already going to ghost you and not show up. Yeah. Three will show up. Two of them will be late, but they'll still show up. Yeah. And then when you talk to them about that payment structure,
0: mm-hmm.
3: then you got to go back and find five new contractors because those other <laughs> two, those other two guys are going to like, I ain't doing that. Yeah. Because they know, like, um, damn, he, this dude actually wants me to work. Right. Like, I just came to get happy. Yeah. A so mm-hmm. that's that's the process, of, and then it's like once you find a good contractor, and it's funny because like as a real estate investor, you know other investors, right? And you could just be like, yeah, why don't I just freaking ask? You know, let me, Courtney, who's your contractor? Courtney's gonna be like, I give you my freaking. Shit. I don't <laughs> yeah. Know. like yeah. yeah, my dude is my dude, and he's good right now. Like, I am not gonna, I'm not gonna, yeah, get
1: yeah I agree. You get distracted, you might mess up your, yeah, yeah, right,
3: yeah. It's like, like, oh, you got a good lender, you got a good title company, you got. Good like realtor, yeah. You give those people out, but your contractor, you keep that dude a secret. You keep your your contractors <laughs> like your sidekick. Super, yeah. Nobody you <laughs> you knows. So all
0: like, <laughs>
2: <the laughs> <Nah>, that. <thanks>. <laughs> I, I see that now. That makes a lot of sense.
3: <laughs> That's my bitch. Done, you know? fucking you know? win. Stop Once it. This dude gets
1: busy. <laughs> you know
2: and me, he's gonna
3: be working on my stuff instead of doing Courtney stuff. And he's not like, damn. Now I'm in a situation trying to help Chris. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You you cannot you cannot give that dude out. Even if you don't have nothing for him, you better find something. That's tough. going to work on your house.
2: Yeah right. Just come. uh yeah. I got a few things for you around the house. All
3: of these hey shit. Man, you want to come barbecue or something? Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look up a dollars for that. Keep, All of these keep busy.
0: contractors yeah. are saturating the market and are making it tougher for the good contractors because so? now people are are on the hunt for them. And then once they get get word, like Chris said, they're going to want to book with them and do anything. They'll even try to outpay Chris. You know. Yeah, Chris think, has a yeah. great contractor and then Courtney has dealt with oh, a uh, list say, of yeah. shitty yeah, yeah, contractors yeah. and then he finally find, finds Ryan, right? Let's say Ryan is it's like, like Ryan. Chris's uh, contractor, right? <laughs> Ryan, because I'm Ryan. thinking about Cafe Ryan clearly, clearly right now. No, Cafe Joe Ryan's is. a delicious restaurant yeah. down the street from us. But uh, Yeah, Chris uh, Chris has Ryan the great contractor, right? Courtney's dealt with all these shitty contractors and then meets Ryan and then he's like, oh, I look, I know you're busy. I will pay you three double. times, th- not There's even three times. Trip, not Unreal. No, yeah, but nice. I'm just, I'm just, really yeah, yeah, like, I, I what you're saying, right? And then Ryan is like, "Damn, yeah, I, do do it, yeah. I, I do need it. I do need it." Well, why is Ryan white? Why would you make Ryan? Ryan. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: so
2: look, I, no, Chris, I do have a. I got another question though. Like. All right. So we're we're, we're speaking from the perspective from you, like you are in real estate, you're an agent, you see investing, you kind of understand like this is how it works, this is how I can maneuver through my my job as an agent and also be an investor. But what about those people who really don't have an interest in actually being an agent, but really could use real estate as a vehicle, kind of like how you mentioned before? So like somebody who does make pretty good money, like engineering or whatever they may do um or
1: not but, so good money
2: or not so good money not i've seen I i've anything. seen podcasts with teachers who came up Fact. uh starting to invest. so like yeah. for that what do you say to somebody who's like kind of on the fence of ah, i don't really want to dabble too much in real estate but i do have a lot of extra money what can i do yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, the, man, like real estate is like the best place to put your money because there's there's all these tax benefits and again not a cpa so i'm not going to go into all of that but you get a lot of tax benefits from owning real estate um and you have that, that appreciation. So if you're like putting money in stocks and stuff like that, I mean, it's, it's just as easy to put it in real estate. And to me, it's like a safer bet than stocks. You can turn on the TV and all of a sudden the company that you had all your stocks invested in could be bankrupt. And then there goes your money, right? Real mm-hmm. estate. It's a tangible asset. You can drive by it and look at it. If you want to, you can choose who lives in it. You could borrow money to buy it and then have somebody else pay you back. Yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna borrow money to buy this house. I'm gonna pick who's gonna pay for it for me. <laughs> I'm gonna be picky and be like, yeah. I want it. no, not you, not you, no, you, no. Yeah. you got the good that, credit, you got the good job, mm-hmm. you are gonna come live in my house and, and you're gonna buy it for me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. And matter of fact, if you pay me late, you gotta pay me more money.
2: Yep. God damn it. Where
3: where else can you do that? Right. Right. So yeah. uh, that's that's awesome. So
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, you definitely do not need to be a real estate agent to, to be an investor. Anybody can be an investor. You can get into it with that. It, it's a gimmick. You always hear, "Oh, you have to teach how to invest with no money." Blah blah blah. Yeah, you can. You can honestly get into investing with no money. Like, uh, I wouldn't say no money. You need at least like five hundred bucks.
0: Right. At yeah. least
3: like five hundred bucks. You can get in and start investing. You start wholesale. Um, Y'all hear
0: that, listeners? Five hundred yeah, is all you need right now. Yeah. it I mean, wisely
3: actually, I mean, it d- just depending. You might even be. A little bit less, but I would say just to kind of be a.
2: You just need that earnest money, so you need.
3: Yeah, well, you can use like a hundred dollars for earnest money. Yeah. Um, I would say the other four hundred would be just for like marketing purposes, like buying some bandit signs or something. Unless you're driving Um, dollars. Yeah, bandit sign. Basically, what a bandit sign is is those ugly ass. Uh, (laughs) we buy houses signs you see when you're driving through the city. Yeah, Mm -hmm. those we call them bandit signs because they're illegal. And uh oh, you got to be like a bandit when you putting them
1: out
2: you want to
3: get
1: caught. <laughs>
3: so you go, you put them out, and then I illegal. You should do is yeah. you should pick them back up. The police you can done. get fined you know, for. You put them out for a weekend and you put them back up. But most people just put them out there and just leave them. Yeah, they go out there until they're gone.
0: Yeah. What if you come across somebody that that you see is kicking down your sign, Chris? Like, what Damn. you gonna do? You you, you charging them up on site?
3: Oh, you just got to You got a sign back like I, I um,
0: uh,
3: I'm not saying I'm not saying I've I've used bandit signs in the past. I'm not saying I have or haven't. Yeah. But um, hypothetically, if if I was to see that, uh, I mean it, it just depends. You get you get all kinds of people. You get freaking the people from the city will come take your signs down. Other investors they'll freaking Best take your sign
0: charging. down. I've had oh I've seen, you I've seen charging. Investors
3: they won't even take your sign down. They'll cover up your number with their sign.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You'll get, you'll get those freaking like grumpy people that just wow. don't like the signs in their neighborhood and you want to tear them down Hell no! like, you'll, get, yeah. you'll get like you get you get all kinds of stuff with those signs right and those signs are ugly and like it's a
0: uh, yellow and said, you know, black.
3: it's a it's an <laughs> old time. school marketing tactic Fact. right like school. Inv- a lot of investors go and do websites and all that stuff but honestly those those uh, bandit signs they work yeah they, they work that's work. crazy, um, man.
0: It's a it's a matter of fact, you know dog what? Dog I work. will say
3: it. Yes, I have used bandit signs in the past. Yeah. And <laughs> I have gotten deals from, from those bandit signs. Sweet. I made uh I'm not gonna talk about G-point. how much money I made, or whatever, but I've I've wholesaled a couple houses off of bandit signs.
0: Nice, right? Dang.
3: Um I've <laughs> got a listing off of a bandit sign, right? So that's that's the benefit of being an agent and being a uh investor. Talk about because if I see a property and I want to try to wholesale it. And then it doesn't work out as a wholesale deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like my offer's too low. I could just say, "Hey, you know what? If you don't like my offer, what we could do is, I'm an agent. I could put this house on the market, and mm-hmm. then see if we can get you as much money as possible for it. And then if that doesn't work, my offer is still always on the table. Right? But honestly, I guarantee you, you're gonna, I'm gonna find you the highest offer you can get. Yeah. And boom, you, there you go. I, I had a lady that um, she was she was selling her neighbor's house. Her neighbor died, Damn. and she didn't have any family or anything, and she was selling her house to basically settle her the state or whatever. And she was, she contacted me on my investing channel. Right. So the thing about being an investor and a realtor is you have to, you have to have it separate. If somebody contacts you as a realtor, you can't switch over to an investor. But if somebody contacts you as an investor, you can switch over to be a realtor because remember as, as an agent, you have this fiduciary duty, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm your agent, my job is to get you the best deal possible. Yeah. I'm not going to do that as an investor. Yeah. My job is to me the best deals <laughs>
1: possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Construct if I'm getting you interest. the best
3: deals possible, then I'm not making any money. Matter of fact, it's costing me money. So she contacted me on the investor side and I went in looked at it and I was like, Oh yeah, as an investor, I can do this much for it. And then she's like, okay. And then, you know, I just talking to her, found out she was talking to other investors, which most people are right. They just start writing numbers down. So I was like, all right, well, I already know I got some more competition. I was like, Hey, um, you could probably get more if you just put it on the market. And then she's like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, you just put it on the market. I'm like, honestly, there's not really that much extra you got to do. I mean, I'm an agent. We do a listing agreement. I put my sign in front yard. I start marketing it. I get all the um, offers together and then I'll just present all the offers to you and you pick whichever one's the highest one. And then I charge 6% commission. I guarantee you, I'm going to get you more than the 6% difference on that, on that house. And uh, sure enough, like that house was uh, a out that it was a short sale. Getting ready to go to foreclosure, um, but we ended up short selling it, and I got, I got more than I thought I was going to be able to get oh, that house. Like somebody came in, but I'm like, damn. like what's a yeah, short it sale? Sucks because you should not be paying this much for this house. <laughs> and it, they they did it, it went Chris, through got accepted. No,
2: the I'm house sure. is worth
1: what's a short sale?
2: Oh, okay, Oh, let me explain that. What's a short sale? The short sale? Yeah.
3: Well, okay, so basically, what a short sale is is when the homeowner is upside down in their mortgage. Right. So okay. um the, the the term short uh, is not worth, misleading gotcha. because it makes you think time, but it's short because the bank is getting shorter. on Got Gotcha. So like an example is you owe a hundred and well, let's say you owe two hundred and eighty thousand dollars on your house, but your house is only worth
1: two hundred. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah,
3: And and one of the ways this happens is by not putting any money down mm-hmm. or um, Refine. People do this all the time. Do these freaking loan modifications. They constantly modify their loan. They constantly refinance it, pull the money out, and then like go buy a boat or whatever. <laughs> and then they get a new mortgage, and it has a higher interest rate uh, or whatever. Yeah. And then and then at the same time, they're not taking care of their house, right? So if you you got all these dogs running around your house, you got people smoking in there, you got you know it just if you're not taking care of your stuff, your house is going to be as worth as what it should be yeah. worth, right? Yeah. So you know if. if your windows don't work. Your house is going to be cheaper than the house next door. So right. that's, that's what brings that value down.
0: You bring uh, you bring up kind of a point that I want to touch on a little bit is we're, t- we're talking about clients, right. And you switching from the investor to the real, uh, the real estate uh, yeah. lane. Um, but when you talk about having uh, like, so in the investor lane, right. When you have a client and they're in the house, wow. you know, Elaborate a little bit more on some of the pains that you could possibly deal with at that point, such as maintenance for their mess ups. If they put a hole in the wall or if they uh, accidentally knock uh, or, or, you know, put a leak in in the drain or something of that nature, or if they, you know, stop paying or they just go, you know, if they abandon the actual
3: uh, property. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, how, yeah. like, you know, and, and then if you, if you could, or if you, if you have any stories to touch base on in terms of how COVID and this moratorium has played a role on, on your properties, you know, like with them, I think the moratorium had dealt something with like, uh, and help me out Courtney, if I'm, if I'm wrong with this, uh, yeah, yeah you couldn't evict them after a while. Yeah. The eviction moratorium. Yeah. You couldn't evict people because in light of COVID. Right. And so I think that 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 moratorium has been lifted since then.
3: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. cool. So. So so basically um, the what the moratorium was, was when COVID first hit, everybody was panicking. The government came out and was like, hey no evictions like you can't evict somebody for non-payment so there were still evictions happening but you just can't evict them for non-payment so if somebody breaks your lease and what your lease is is like basically a list of rules that you got to follow and if you break one of these rules i can kick you out so um people were under the, the the misunderstanding that there's no evictions whatsoever yeah if you, oh, okay. if you have a dog in the house and you're not supposed to, bam, you can get evicted. Boom. Right? If you have, you know, it's only you and your wife on the lease and you got 15 other people living in here, boom, boom, evicted. you can get evicted. So, but if if you haven't paid rent, then you yeah, can't get evicted. Yeah. What sucks is that's what, honestly, that's what most landlords care right. about, right? Like,
0: that's what that I rent, think.
3: that's think. That's, that's the whole reason I'm doing this, right? I'm not just doing this just so <laughs> I can just have houses out there and say I have houses. I'm trying to get money coming in. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, it affected me. I have, um, I had okay. So I have two rentals that are that are active right now, and one of them, like the spread between the mortgage and the rent, is it's a good amount of money. So basically, um, that one covers the mortgage for the second house. Mm, okay. So look at it, it kind of sucked. Like Don't I had right. that that one guy was still paying his rent. It's funny because the dude that that was late a couple days ago, that was the one that continued to pay his rent. So I'm honestly not too upset that he was late. And I kind of expected at this point. And when he's late, I I get more money because I charge a late (laughs) fee. So my rent, my mortgage is paid automatic. Like my, okay, so here's a cheat code for all you you guys out there. Um, When you own a house, your mortgage typically isn't late until like the 15th or the 16th of the month. When you rent a house after the first, like for me, my rent's due on the first and then on the fifth is late. And if you pay on the sixth, you got to pay an extra hundred dollars. Yeah. So, and then from that point, it's an additional fee every day. So the more you're late, the more Damn. money I'm getting And I'm not going to pay the mortgage until the 15th anyway. So, or actually for me, I have it set up on the, the 10th automatic payment on the 10th. So if you're late, it honestly doesn't affect me regardless. I'm just getting more money. Um,
0: so set the but, due date on, so, like 15 days before you, your actual mortgage.
3: Well, just, just don't pay your mortgage on the first, right? So for right. my personal house, yeah, I pay my mortgage on the first comes out automatically. But my rental properties, they don't get paid until the 10th Mm -hmm. just because, and I just do automatic payments. So they go, it just automatically comes out of my account, whatever. And by that point, you know, the rent will come back in there. And I just make sure that I have money in that account to cover that, that fluctuation. Yeah. Um, But so for my first house, the guy continued to pay his rent. And then the second house, the lady, uh, she got fired from her job or got let go or something. She was having all these issues. She she, uh, stopped paying. She she would pay, then she would stop then she would pay and then she would stop. And then for the longest, she just didn't pay. And I was like, all right, like this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> I went and met with her and I'm like, Hey, like you gotta, I met with her face to face. I'm like, look, man, you guys got to start paying. Like this is getting ridiculous. It was her and her daughter. And, um, basically what she ended up doing was she filed for one of these rent relief programs. And, um, the first program told her no. And the reason they told her no is because she was on her work. She was paying her rent. And uh, they were like, Well, you're current on your rent, so no, we're not gonna give you any money. So she's like, Okay, well, I can fix that. And she fixed it by not paying rent.
1: And oh, it, it sucked. Hell. So it's uh, <laughs> wow. like
3: I went like a good like eight months without getting rent. Oh. And um, like again, it didn't affect me too bad because the mortgage was still paid, right? Yeah, and honestly, like I could have paid. I could have did um the the mortgage was in a uh it was a government-backed loan, so I could have did the forbearance.
2: Oh, but put it there's
3: in the a back end. To too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could have did a forbearance where I didn't have a mortgage payment, but there's a there's a trick to it. A lot of people don't understand it. And I don't, I I read the fine print and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." So I, I continued to pay the mortgage out of my pocket or whatever. Well, out of my other rental income yeah. that was coming in. Mm. And then and so she she time went by, I went and talked to her. I'm like, "Look, you got to start paying." And then um there's this new program that, that that came out. And um she started paying, but she would pay a little bit. And um, then what would happen was uh, she she followed through this program she got approved and then they paid all of her back rent and then they paid her rent all the way up until January oh, and like it all came to me all at one to time do. so I was like heck yeah like boom right? yeah, money coming going out of nowhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it worked yeah. out but like I had to I had to float it until I got that money coming yeah, in tough. so but now I mean her rent is paid until January so yeah. she's. She's good. She and I honestly like with all of the late fees and everything, she uh she has to pay like maybe like four hundred bucks in January or whatever. And then the next month her rent, her thousand fifty is due again. But um Yeah. Gladly, yeah so that, yeah. that worked out. It some other landlords weren't so lucky. Um I I was lucky with that situation. And that's that's one of the things too, is when you are having these houses as buy and hold, you want to make sure you have a cushion. Just in case, you never know. You never know what's going to happen, right? You mm-hmm. don't want to be taking that rent money and then, you know, going to the club or or whatever, yeah. getting new Jordan yeah. to freaking drive around in your Mercedes. Um, you got to have that cushion, and you want to use it for its purpose, right? So, like for me, I'm making money as a realtor, so my realtor money is getting funneled and going into my investment stuff, and then the money that's coming from my investment side is getting funneled and going into the investment stuff yeah. too, so I can get yeah. more.
1: Right, more properties right.
3: right like um this this house in shreveport it's not paying for itself right like i got a i got a mortgage on this thing i'm paying for right now so right now i'm technically losing money on that house because it's a house and it's waiting to get fixed yeah, and um, yeah. as soon as i finish this one i'm this house here in san antonio i'm jumping to that house over there in, in shreveport um it just the way the way things worked out was I didn't think that this house that I got here in San Antonio was going to close. So I bought the house in Shreveport and I started working on it. I demoed it. And then I just got a random call from the title company saying, hey, we're good to close next week. And I was like, crap. So then I focused, shift yeah. focus and came over here. And I mean, yeah. things happen like that, right? Like if the, if you're buying a house and there's like a death or something and you got to go through probate and all this stuff, these things, you just got to wait, wait it out.
1: I got a question for you. Um, yeah. As we kind of wrap up, the, like talking about The investment side of things, the agent side of things, man, there's so many levels to both of those, right? Like an onion. We're peeling back all these layers. I'm curious, Chris, give me the secret sauce, bro. How do you manage, because you don't have, you don't pay a management company, uh, property management company on either side. Sometimes I'm I'm just wondering, like, how do you find the time? What types of, you know, what types of things can you suggest for somebody who's listening to this as a aspiring investor? Mm -hmm. I'm hearing all this. I'm like, yo, this sounds like a lot. A lot like how, how do you find the time to do all these things
0: he's the man be right the
1: father and so, be the
0: that's why he's chris the yeah. awesome realtor <laughs> in his name so
3: for me like like luckily i'm also in school by the way too like oh, i don't know if jt told you that like i'm i'm uh i'm in the process of getting my finishing my business degree nice um like I said, when I graduated high school, I never got a degree. So I went straight to the military. I'm finally getting it now because just using that Air Force, that GI Bill. There you go.
1: Smart man. Just because it's
3: there. So yeah. um, honestly, if I didn't have it, I, I, I'm getting this degree just to get it. Get it? That's,
1: yeah. It's the bottom line. I'm yeah. Because
3: it it's there. Smart um, so yeah, I'm, I'm busy with school too. So when I decided to, to go back to school, that's when I decided like okay I need to figure something out because at that point as a realtor I was working with a lot of buyers yeah. and buyers take up a lot of your time like you're you're driving constantly you know showing houses and stuff like that right if you got three buyer clients you're freaking you're busy showing yeah. showing houses three active buyers showing houses so I was like all right I need to switch up my marketing and then that's when I started switching to focus more on sellers now when you're working with sellers you A lot of your work is more scheduled, so basically, it's just it's all about like time management, just just managing like okay, well, I'm gonna meet with this guy, I'm gonna do all of this stuff I need to do, get get all my work done, and boom, I don't have to do anything until this happens, and then when that happens, then I'm gonna just do this stuff. So so that's how it works. Yeah. Um. Now, as far as the investor side, like the the rentals, they pretty much take care of themselves. Like I don't, I probably should go check on my properties more than I do. I don't. I mean, for me, like I haven't heard no nothing, no complaints yeah, or anything, yeah, I haven't yeah, been yeah. asked for repairs or anything like that. And then well with the one lady, when she wasn't paying her rent, I wasn't fixing that. So you, you want me to fix something, pay your rent. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. but that's a good before
3: she stopped paying her rent, I just freaking replaced her fence for six thousand dollars. Um okay. but yeah, so I just this it, the the rentals are self-managing right now, they just run themselves, right? Okay. There's not been any okay. problems or anything with those. Um. The honestly, the the biggest thing that's taken up my time is dealing with freaking contractors. um <laughs> there, that's, yeah. that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. My my marketing, my marketing as a realtor, I, I do I do inbound marketing. Yeah. So, my, all my stuff is automated. It automatically goes out. Automatically gets spelled yeah. out or whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah blah. And I just answer the phone. Yeah. Hey, this is Chris. What's going that's on? Dope. You know? I mean, that's something worth mentioning
1: yeah. too. I think th- uh, that's. <laughs> The barrier to entry for a lot of people, I think, is or at least I'm i I'm projecting like I'm a mug for me, when I think about it, it's like, man, how much time is it gonna take? You know, like that piece specifically, because I'm looking at it purely on a on a investment side right now. But I mean you're hearing no. that, yeah, if you if you take the time to get everything set up, it can and likely should run itself. Yeah, yeah, capacity.
0: you yeah. enjoy the, the the fruits of your labor yep. for sure. Yep. And Dino yep. is definitely asking that and once all the jewels for that With- because he's an, he is a, I, I would say a newly true entrepreneur because he has literally left his nine oh, to five yeah, to yeah, yeah. go de- you know full dive, full time From company. into his so, own comp- so marketing things, company.
3: The, the things you do now as an entrepreneur is is what you do as an investor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you like. as a marketer, like honestly, like the biggest problem that new investors have. Especially like wholesalers, because that's most people when they first come into the market, they come in as wholesalers because you don't need any money. And then you get like $6,000 like that. Bam. $10,000 like that. Bam. And now you have money to actually do something with it. Right. You don't have to use credit. You can you can literally walk out of a prison and be like, (laughs) I'm going to be a wholesaler. Yeah. Yeah. There, you go. all of the contracts you can get them online from the Trek website. Damn. All the real estate contracts. Yeah, we're gonna boom. we're
1: gonna set up a consultation, and you can you can start doing. You you can get <laughs> no
3: problem. That's what's up.
0: Um, my guys going guys.
3: The, the biggest problem is like that people face is is marketing. Like you need to I without do. anybody yeah. knowing that you're a wholesaler or you're an investor, you're just a dude that just tells people you're an investor, yeah. right? Like you have yeah. to get the word out. There might be somebody who whose uncle just died and they live in Wisconsin and they're like, oh, I got this freaking yeah, house. This I gotta house deal with yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I just want somebody to freaking get it, get rid of it. Right. So, I mean, there's just different avenues that you got to take to, to market to these people. And, um, that's it. Once you get your marketing yeah. down to where your phone starts ringing.
1: Uh, you're hundred percent right. And the beauty, awesome. I guess the dope thing about it is there's options on both sides. You have made such you found um, strength in direct marketing, right? Hand to hand, grassroots. Yeah. You see me local subreddit, yeah. <laughs> but then also, I'm tell y'all that digital marketing game, it does work too for a certain
3: markets. Yeah, yeah, market yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to
0: figure out how to keep, capture people's attention. What works though, for you yeah. yeah,
3: facts yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. That's that's the thing, right? Like I like to stay on my lane, right? Yeah. Like I know there's all this stuff, and for me, like. I don't want to just be over here, over here. Like, yeah. I'm just going to freaking master this area right here. And then, that. if this isn't enough, I'm just going to increase my area a little bit and yeah. just master this. Yeah. So, like, I'm the master of like freaking bandit sign. Well, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe, <No>. maybe <laughs> yes
3: or no. Allegedly. Allegedly. Maybe yes or no with the bandit sign. I don't know. Allegedly. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, a,
3: uh, a couple, yeah. just the. the uh, of the offline marketing. And the reason that is, and especially on the investor side is I don't want people to go to Chris buys because yeah. then they're going to type that in and they're going to find bill buys houses, John buys houses, Mark buys yeah. houses. He's mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let me call all these people and see who's going to give me the best offer. Yeah. I'm like, no, I just want you to call Chris and then Chris is going to give you the best offer. And if you can't, he's going to put your house on the market and sell it. For
0: you. Period. And like, I like that. Yeah, that's my, I like that you made that point too, because I, I know that there's probably some, marketers out there or investors themselves or real estate agents out there that are like, man, this guy's an idiot. Like I'm, I'm making so much off of, uh, the the social media intangible marketing market. Right. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) but I I like the fact that you specified, this is what works for me. And this is, you know, my widespread of responsibilities with four kids, you know, uh, and dealing with my family and uh two different careers and I'm going to school as well yeah, and I'm layer. trying to find time to like enjoy myself and <laughs> and make sure that I stay sane this is what works for me and this is I'm becoming a master a subject matter expert or SME if Gee. you will uh in my craft of marketing find your lane, and, bro that's, right yeah, yeah it's all yep, about finding yep, that's your lady right? and yeah. thriving
3: I'm, in it i'm not saying i'm not saying all of the these other marketing channels are bad, right? Everybody, right. everybody's going to do what they're going to do. Right. Like, like right now, JT's got on the orange shirt. Courtney's got on the black shirt. Which one's right. Uh-oh. There's not a right answer to that, no, like, right? There's not is. a right answer to, orange to orange marketing. Yeah, right. So orange. Well, burnt, okay, burnt orange, whatever. Yeah, um, orange. Yes. <laughs> <right>. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
3: So, so there's, there's not a right answer. So like, yeah, digital marketing does work for, for people. Yeah. Websites do work for people. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff works for people, not this person, right? Like this person does this stuff and it's proven to work for me. So I'm going to continue to do it. And, you know, you constantly tweak it and do things, right. Just like with any marketing, you you test stuff. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm starting to do like EDDM and stuff like that. So like there's um, different things that I'm trying, but again, like I just, me personally in my life, I'm more responsive to things that I see in my mailbox than things I see on my computer. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I try to keep the people away from the computer. Yeah, I have a website. Yeah, I got a few like digital things That's out funny. there. But well, I mean, yeah. I want you to touch my stuff. Wow! In the trash. Wow!
0: Wow! Wonderful, man! Wonderful episode, right? Golly. great, great dialogue, great takeaways, gems for days uh, listeners you all have received a ted talk clinic <laughs> when it comes to being in your bag in the real estate and investment industries okay and chris the awesome realtor has told y'all about a little bit of his foundation and, and his lane about how he likes to flip the market and, and how Things work for him, the whole brick and mortar, tangible marketing aspects of, of, of it, the the do's and don'ts, the nightmares. And he shared a little bit of it, of his experiences uh, so to give you and shed light on things that you probably shouldn't do if you're going to thrive or try to thrive in this industry. All Who right, them contractors. Buddy. Yeah, exactly. So any final <laughs> thoughts, Chris, uh, before we start putting the cap on it and get into our traditional segment?
3: Um. Not really, man. I mean, I I would say if, if you're interested in real estate, um, it's a great career. If you're interested in investing, do it. Definitely Mm. do it. I 100% believe that everybody should, should buy a house, right? Just not necessarily buy a house to live in, but do like Courtney's doing like buy property and have it make money for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like let somebody else buy a house for you. Um, I also believe that, you know, if you want to rent, you can rent one of my houses. (laughs) Hey,
2: that's a good point.
3: But like, if you're, if you're trying to get something going, stop, like, you got to figure out ways to replace hours in your day. And what I mean by that is like, if you're like, like, okay, so let's use Courtney, for example, right? Like, so Courtney has these properties, he's got money coming in from these properties, the amount of money that he makes from this property for this month replaces that much money that he would have made at work, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. like, if you're like, "Hey, I made a thousand dollars this month," or let's say I made I made six hundred bucks in profit off of my rental property after I take out the deductions and you know repair expenses and stuff like that, I made $600, $400, 300 dollars, however much it is. How long would that would have taken you to make at work? Yeah, at your normal mm-hmm. job. So if you look at it like that, like I'm just trying to replace my. Now, now I'm even. Now Big I don't facts. need to go to work. Now I can really focus on <laughs> this. right yeah. now, boom! It's it's going to blow that up, right? And then yeah. that's
1: what you did. For Dino, that's the exact too. strategy. Yeah.
3: For me, it's my um my legacy, right? Like my two year olds not going to have to worry yeah. about college You're or, speaking my or anything I love by it. that point I'm gonna have all that all those properties coming. in. Yeah,
1: and yeah. as a, as a
3: realtor, I don't get a four hundred one k. So I rather really have investment properties. Yeah. And
1: yeah.
3: Trying to find some you know stocks or anything like that. Yeah. I invest in stocks too by the way, I'm not trashing the buyers, <laughs> but um but yeah yeah man those are those are, i guess my final thoughts and That's somebody awesome.
2: somebody said this too I actually heard this today um it was a it was, i forgot who said it. it was a it was a video interview but people some, some it was one person who was like um you you know you always the person was talking to, talking to the other person about investments, mm-hmm. and the other person obviously was like. Uh, people always try to shove investments down your throat. You got to do this. You should do this. But I don't want to buy a house. What I just want to rent? Oh, I don't want to do this. But I you know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And dude basically said, like, I mean, it's not like any rocket science, but he was like, no matter what you think you're doing, you're always, everyone, every single person is engulfed in investments. They're just either on one side or the other. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. Like, either you're That's true. the you're owner or. Yeah. <laughs> Or you're the one that's propelling the the passive income for the owner, or you're the person that's actually just paying out rent. Not, so like true. you're, but you're every each each person is vital into making investments work. So regardless of what you. You're, you are technically in investing. That's so like, true. Yeah. You're yeah. either investing your time to help someone else get more money or you're actually being yep. an owner. Yep. And, yep. And, yep. Yeah, so yep. I thought that was like, Everyone I mean, the it's the truth.
0: Game. Yeah. It's just, yep. Yep. that's why I'm so frustrated. Family. I'm ready to get the fuck up out of this apartment <laughs> and get into my goddamn house, all right? <laughs> oh. So, uh, yeah, and I love that point that you made, Chris, about maximizing your bandwidth, okay? Because at the end of the day, I think that that's one of the most key yeah. essential nodes to 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 really focus on is your bandwidth. That's the most uh that's hot, the, the hottest commodity. It's your attention, yeah, time it's your bandwidth, is money, bro. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so I've, Girl, I have
3: I wouldn't even say time is money. Time to me time is more valuable than money because I can always you. make money. Damn, I can't I can't get my time damn. back right right now. Okay. My yeah, daughter's man. four. I have a 4-year-old daughter. She's only going to be 4 once in her life. Yeah, that's man. it. Tell me, while while I'm while i'm doing whatever like okay so when i was in the air force my my boys my my 18 year old and my 13 year old i was sitting in iraq when my three-year-old was three yeah what he's never going to be three again yeah. right so like i can always make money I love like that i logic. yes i lose money whatever blah 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 contractors this that and that time mm-hmm. like i'm never getting my time back I'm yeah. i'm 38 years old never getting, I'm never going to be 37 again. Right. You know? So that's, (laughs) that's, that's what's important to me is my time and real estate to me, frees up a lot of the time time. that I would be spending working or doing crap that I don't want to do. Like I hear, I hear people all the time talking about their bosses and their jobs and all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. Any work that I do is making money for me and my family. It's not making money for a a company. Right. So, well, I mean, technically my broker makes a little bit of money, but yeah, not, I'm at a good broker, so I got a good split. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm working on me and and my family. I so, that. and so I'm not my bag. Here God in, damn in it. Yeah, yeah.
0: You are in Today's your.
3: Today, Friday, I, I freaking I didn't even leave the house today. Well, actually, I did. I went to the gym this morning, and that was it. And this is that's what I did. Good
1: job on the gym. <laughs> I haven't worked yeah, it no. in only two years.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it showed. Oh, and we they, oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I got
1: uh, Did you see that, Chris?
0: You see, you see how uh, uh, if you've been paying attention to the season, uh, Dino challenged me. Courtney um, challenged me to challenge you. To yeah, challenge. and it was a fifty meter race, and Dino lost <laughs> it was a 50 meter? by twenty five.
1: Twenty five.
3: Who do you think won? JT by hair. Oh, by hair. And I'm not a shape. Like, oh, oh, okay. oh, wait, wait, about Talk about. I wasn't running. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Now you know if I was, I was running. I like. I mean, JT's my brother and everything, but I <laughs> yeah. Figured like Porky got longer legs. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Really <laughs> no, like, Dino got longer <laughs> legs too. Both of
0: them are taller than me. But listen, it's a real easy question. I've worked I dusted Dino twice. Okay. I gave him the opportunity. No And he tried to take advantage of it. In it. Go ahead.
3: What? No.
0: No, I'm
3: not. Yeah, <laughs> no. I yeah. fully, Chris.
1: Listen, I'm a I'm a new man. I fully concede that I uh, did not win that particular engagement. I wasn't dusted. Good on you. I wasn't dusted, but I will say this. it was a whole body. Like I definitely am very confident that I'm faster than him inherently. What I am not giving you none that's out of that opportunity. Know? Well, well, so what out of kind of race was? Was it a was, maybe?
3: Maybe you're uh, you got more distancing. Maybe you got no. to for no. like a mile.
0: Did, you, you know, Courtney, you know what it is. I, gonna, do you think, think he was yes. going to have a chance to win? He nah, was never in front of me.
2: I don't I, know. I don't know. Oh, I don't you know. Listen, bugging. listen, my philosophy is, is it's a marathon, not a sprint. Oh there my God. <laughs> so there we have God. all the opportunity. <laughs> Run his back. Let's Run his back. If it's y'all want to. It's, it's, it's over. over. It's over. over, it's, over. over it's time <laughs> to
0: hear friend race. You, you, right? you got to. <laughs> nonetheless, Chris, man, it has been an honor. Thank you so much for loading this episode with nothing but gyms and jewels and takeaways. And just a lot of lessons for our listeners to take heed to and to take with them. We are now getting into our traditional segment called The Toast. Yeah, man. Here at the Podness Pad, we have uh, our shot glasses of liquid courage. And Chris, if you have a beverage of your choice, uh, we would ask for you to partake in this tradition with us if, if you are accepting of it. And oh. furthermore, we would like to have you do the honors of leading us in the toast and this toast can be to anything but we would appreciate if it kind of spoke to either our listeners or just the topic in general of everything that we've been covering today so pass it off to you
3: yeah what are we toast, right. to chris um we can toast to being better people
1: mm. how about that being better people like
3: and and um Courtney
2: not knowing where Cabo is, even though he's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. <laughs> I don't know Just where
3: the it is man. on a map. Oh, it's on. So it's, it's, it's on. It's
2: on the uh, the Pacific side of California. There of, uh, you let's go. Let's what side, it. side it's is South it?
3: South California. Hold on, hold
2: on Chris. Dizzy is. He, it's all, you already is know. To, you already know how to answer those. Uh, what side is the Pacific? You already know how to answer those. <laughs> west. The Pacific Ocean. <laughs> hey, Chris. You know what? Let me tell you this. or west, Chris? I've been. I've been to this house maybe fifty times. I don't know how to get home. I kinda have GPS. <laughs> that's just real, that's just, I'm gonna we'll keep it real with y'all. What? I'm gonna get home. <laughs> that's
3: that's
0: terrible. Terrible.
3: So, so those times- those times that you were standing outside the house waiting for your contractor, were you in front of the
1: right house? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, <for> sure. I waited are Like, oh, yeah. I'm here. I'm really here. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, I'm
3: really here. Nah, <laughs> one of my biggest He's like,
1: fears. We're over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here I see you. Hey.
2: No, like, this is a, this is a legit fear. A fear of my phone dying. And I don't no, have my GPS. No, I it's like terrible, no bullshit. You have no, no sense of
0: direction, you huh? Like, you, nope.
1: We got to work on that. I don't care to. Toast to working on that. I yeah.
2: know my
0: lane. I toast. stay in it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There,
3: there, there you go. Beautiful. There you go. You way, way, about way, way. it. You I know way, way. my lane. I stay lane. in it. Thank you, you Chris. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. This toast is to you. This toast is for our listeners getting that free game. And yeah. And toast to Courtney getting direction in life. And getting to your <laughs> bag. Cheers. Let's get it. Yeah. Clink clink. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I like your rendition of uh, oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. some fruity in that
1: drink. Was, that yeah, was was, awesome. uh, a little bit uh, of okay. Uh
0: huh. All right. At this time, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for episode twenty of season three. Chris, how can folks? Our listeners and our audience get in touch with you. How can, what form of communication or media do you, social media do you have?
1: Alex,
3: oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, the best way to get a hold of me is my cell
0: phone. Oh. I you have know, Facebook and
3: Twitter, but I don't look at that at all. i okay. anyway. bit. not to lie. best way is my cell phone, 210 518 5149. I just gave you my number like a Mike Jones.
0: 210-518-5149, uh, <laughs> yeah. mm. Ladies and gentlemen, all right, cool. Corn pop, real quick, Chris. You ever thought about getting like an intern to like take care of all that
2: social media stuff? Mm. Oh. A free I, I intern? People, uh,
3: well not a, not necessarily an intern. I mean I'm I'm down getting people work free. Yeah. <laughs> just a thought yeah,
2: process, yeah. But uh um, we can talk about it we uh, talk about yeah. later. But yeah. um yeah, you can find yeah, me yeah. at Courtney J. Coleman on Instagram and it's Courtney J. Cole on Twitter.
0: Oh, yeah. you changed it? It's no longer Javon underscore ninety two or some shit. Thank God. on Twitter. I don't fucking know. All right, Dino.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nah, no the Javon underscore.
2: No more Javon. Nah, it's, no all pro, it's
0: all professional
1: now. Uh, hey man, I like it. Okay. No. I'm actually happy about that. Oh, well, yeah. me on the other hand, I'm your boy Dino. Uh, you can find me at the dictionary. That's T H E underscore D I X O N A R Y.
0: Mm, and I am JT Got Soul. That is JT Got S O L E, which stands for Style, Optimism, Leadership, and Excellence. Partly sponsored by I Got Soul. A song, All right. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Partners Podcast. That is at P O T N A S Podcast. All right. Visit what? our website at POTNASPodcast.com. Courtney, where I got so check it. Ah, <laughs> 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 you motherfucker! <of> <laughs> Nigga, it's, it's on your ears
2: Yeah, we did get paid for this yeah, We're
1: oh. so no, oh. yeah, loyal, selfish ass
2: <laughs> Hey, for uh, any inquiries, y'all hit us up Send us an email at contact at partnerspodcast.com
0: Yeah, yeah ladies and gentlemen We got one more episode after this oh, We love y'all man. We thank y'all so it's much the for the all the support podcast. We love y'all business. It's a partner's podcast, you bitch so, <laughs>